listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yeah, yeah. I ain't no smidge. Cops, I don't trust them. I ain't no bitch. All I do is run them. Nigga, I was studying. Keep that shit a hundred. If it ain't about the money, then it's not up for discussion. If it ain't about progress, ain't about success. Why is nigga suspect? You ain't seen such yet. I'ma fuck the game so hard like Tiffany. Niggas taking shots. I'm like, nigga, don't tempt me. I seen what you make when the show sold out but you could in clubs and i'm doing like all out things why the hell be rapping if we all out sings royalty the movement we all out kings for real being you know, on a mission we are not friends nigga this is business girl this is my dream ain't no split decisions watch me cut this bitch off i'ma need some scissors mama in the kitchen hot sauce on them chitlins i was always spitting but just nobody was listening hey welcome to the black out tips podcast your host rod and Karen. And we're in the house on uh Wednesday. Mm-hmm. End of the week Wednesday. Um, and of course you can find this show, The Black Tips, on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Um, leave us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. We really do appreciate those. And if you take the time out to do that, we'll read it on the air as long as it's nice. Mm-hmm. When we do our feedback show. Uh the official weapon of the show is the taser. And the unofficial sport is but a bullet ball extreme. And today's podcast is brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. Shadow Dog Productions just opened up a store, okay? It's a cafe press store where you can go and get all kinds of gear, shirts, cups, bottles, tote bags, all that stuff. Posters of the audio play album covers, all kinds of stuff. Um and they're starting off with sunspot and ratchetness uh which is a poster a poster of that which is a audio play that karen and i starred in yes. is uh the top selling audio play album they've ever done Woo-hoo! uh and if you want to check it out go to cafepress.com slash shadow dog productions the link will also be in the show notes support our sponsor is supporting us um <clears throat> all right let's see where should we start oh we went finally went and got the uh passport stuff um taken care of finally was this three months in the making it's been an ordeal i'm glad karen started the process early um because what happened was a couple months ago you know as soon as we found out karen's going to jamaica she's gonna need a passport um shout out to my man sting he actually sent in a donation to the podcast of the amount that we would need to uh get our passports yeah shout, shout out to you um i refresh i think you're robot i'm not refreshing the goddamn thing for these coons these niggers and these jigaboos so uh <laughs> too bad guys y'all gotta listen to the whole show like this um <clears throat> all right i'll refresh thank you right. god i hate this audience oh. and people leaving their phone on Ugh. you already know how i feel hey, about you. that we heard about you before you even got up here well, you have a chance. You need to be trying to get an education because your looks ain't going to get you paid. Because you're not that cute. Nope. Your hair and your hair is uneven. You look dusty. So I'm saying, what else are you going to do besides candor, rob, still trying to trick some girl up out of her baby's chair or something? <laughs> um, I should be back. Let me know if mm-hmm. the sound is uh better or not, guys, in the chat room. Mm-hmm um but yeah we uh started by going to uh a post office way out about 30 minutes out of town because my mom said that's where the best one was yeah and 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 we went and they had some weird ass post office rules like one you can't just walk in and get a passport okay 
Well, hold on, but before you go into okay, this, hold on. The the thing about you because you can actually do everything online because I researched online before I got started because you know I never been through the process before. I had a bunch of questions, so I did a lot of online researching, and so at least now it's convenient enough where you can uh, fill out the uh, form online and print it out. So that's what I did uh, on online first before I even started. I'm so glad I did that because I saved so much time. But but go, I want to say that before you move forward. Go ahead. Um, no, that's 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 perfectly relevant. Um, so then we head to um, the post office that my mom said go to. Mm-hmm. We get all the way out there. And it was a good little hump too. And they were like, "Okay, um, you can't get passports today. We only do those on certain days." So we like, okay what day what time and they're like well you have to make an appointment i said all right we can make an appointment well let's make an appointment right now well that's the thing you can't make an appointment right now you have to call back uh saturday morning when we first opened and talk to a person on the phone and make an appointment now i'm like well what the fuck is the point of that shit you know like we're right here you can't just look at y'all don't have a schedule a calendar or something so we oh. basically rolled out there for no reason right and she said on top of that if they get busy they might not pick up the motherfucking phone she she said that at the time okay so then she said that too um so we uh go go home um uh, the only thing that was there was this lady who had no id and she had a sign i don't know if i talked about this on the show before or not no you didn't okay well i didn't um she had a son um and it was her and her two daughters and they were um you know brown i I forget where the sign said they were from or if it even said where they were from but it was the sign said something like i'm a immigrant to this country and i don't have an id so i can't you know like basically can't do anything without id Mm um so um she was trying to collect some money to to get an id uh so i normally normally when i see people um that have signs of shit i don't have cash on me anyway but i normally don't don't really give normally to people just just in general like uh you know like if someone walk up like hey man i get a dollar something just like nope nope just keep moving um <laughs> one time i remember me and my brother got uh, this dude behind a mcdonald's and came up to us and was like y'all want to buy a knife and it was and like we only had like ten dollars to get something to eat my brother was like uh let me stop and ask like what what kind of knife is i was like nigga if you don't get your fuck on when we get robbed back here with this man and, and his knife and killed back here with these uh big macs right we was trying to walk from wendy's to mcdonald's and this dude was just hiding right in the little pathway behind both of them like y'all boys trying to buy a knife i was like nigga if you we got to get our whole ten dollars so and then we ain't gonna be eating like just come the fuck on anyway um i do remember like but but in general i just kind of just uh, you know and there's another time where i was in college and i was trying to fix a the uh fuse in my car and a dude i just felt a shadow standing over me as this dude that was like hey old lady kick me out and i need to get on the bus now i know you got some change in there give me that change i'm like i don't know if this is a robbery of he asking like and i was <laughs> I, I was in no position to defend myself right, so i was like hold on man hold on i'll give you some changes give me a second you know let me get in a prone position where i'm not 
laying down here about to get stomped out <laughs> right but anyway the point being i i don't know i normally just just keep it moving and i don't keep cash on me anyway but uh i don't know man something about this one man her two little daughters and her little her little girls are just like uh oblivious to everything yeah they was out there playing with each yeah, other they and was stuff. like we just having a free day right and she looked like fucking exhausted you know um so i did go uh to the atm and take out some money and, and come back after i had i gave her like a couple of dollars that i had but mm-hmm. then i was just like man i don't know how much her id is but mm-hmm. if she gotta sit out here and like where we drove out it was so white y'all and i just kept thinking in my mind like i know these white people walk right past her ass thinking you know they supposed to be these christian caring charitable people but that's how they think of themselves but you know they walk right by her ass and think you dirty muslim brown person this trump's america i don't know it just made me think like she ain't never gonna get that money um to to get that id and and you can't do shit without that i mean just getting like a hotel room it take you know like they gonna ask for your license they gonna ask for something um so i just went and got like the money uh, that it would cost to get an idea or whatever i just took it out the atm and gave it to her mm-hmm. um and i you know i hope it helped um but that's the only thing i remember about that's the only good thing that happened from going out there mm-hmm. period like we wasted our time we came yeah. back to the house saturday i told karen i'm gonna go play ball but can you call them saturday morning and karen called and what happened Oh, before before we do that, after we um left there, me and we and Roger went to go get something to eat. Oh and yeah, we had ate at, we was eating at this restaurant, and I got highly upset because I was like, "Motherfuckers, you should have told me online. I had to call and make a goddamn appointment online. There's nothing or there's zero information online that says you have to make an appointment. When you go online, it just tells you the steps and contact your local post office. It don't say nothing about I got a call, register, nothing like that. And I was highly upset because I wasted my goddamn time. Now here's the other thing, uh, you guys know I'm a pretty calm and patient person. <coughs> and Karen was getting like 7:30 hot in the car right. about this. You wasting my day. My thing is, we don't have to, She's not leaving till November. This shit was in like March. I was like, I can't drive all the way home with you being 7:30 hot all day. Like we just, it's I can't. Like we're we're both frustrated. It sucks. But if you just gonna yell in the car and you know it ain't nothing I can do and no, it's nothing you can do. No like i understand you gotta get your anger out but we we have to have some levity in this situation because we have recourses we live in a big city there's gonna be another way to get our passport at some point before it's time you know what i mean but karen was up in there like yeah like uh miss smart it's about the principalities in this bitch right because and so i was like let's go to the carmel uh the carmel post office where uh i knew they did passports so i used to go there all the time but mm-hmm. i was like they might be closed when right. they went out there they've closed that branch mm-hmm. so that's the main place i remember to get passports um so now i'm like i don't know what we're gonna do you know like we couldn't and it was getting later in the afternoon and right. like we didn't have all the information there's not a lot of information available about where to go to get your passport Mm-mm. and the times and the hours and all this shit um it's just not readily available online like right you pretty much have to call someone or know somebody um which makes me think how you know obviously a passport is a privilege in this country uh you have to have money to get it money to travel to use it if you're going to use it 
but it also just felt like man how many people don't know all the ins and outs so they just don't have one right that and 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 i think the the thing that like i said it made me upset is for the fact that you don't tell people that and so and i know it's not everywhere because i ask people online and some people a lot of people say they just especially in the smaller cities a lot of people say they just walked up or they have designated hours da, 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 da. okay but in the great state of north carolina they don't got that rule and there's several things but they don't tell you is that um for but like if you're going through the regular post office you don't get some extra fees that you do if you go through other ways um and like i say i would have liked the heads up because i would have called time because see i guess for me my thing is like i took a full uh pto day so i'm like look i could have been at i mean yeah i mean i'm glad i got off work but my thing was like i wasted eight hours for nothing i'm wonderful i got to spend time with you we got to eat but my thing was like i took this time out specifically to get this task completed and i didn't get it completed and i think that's when my frustration came in because i was like if you would have told me i could have called and make an appointment and this would have been a move the process and i could have just kept it pushing and also what they don't tell you too is that they have these other avenues where they go well we'll expedite your passport and all this stuff but the downside of that is that when you go to the post office the regular ass post office is cheaper when you go through these other avenues for this express shit you're gonna pay fucking express prices and some of the express prices is higher than the passport itself so i got to pay an express price plus the price of the passport here's the thing we had until november guys okay i just want to keep it within you know it's like within reason this shit sucked yes it sucked but you know what you take the day off we got to spend the day together we went out to eat we hung out it was fun i can't remember we went to the movies or not but we you we did things together some sushi that sushi was so good right went to a new restaurant i tried to make the best out of bad situations what i'm saying guys and it was it was a little difficult because karen was was going in and i'm like none of the people you mad at are in the car right now so it just sounds like i'm getting yelled at uh rather than trying to listen to the podcast i was trying to listen to so <laughs> yeah they totally ruined the whole fucking day uh with that bullshit i mean I, and keep in mind it's not like i wasn't upset i just i like my see like i said on the show my mentality is very much like this shit ain't gonna work so even while we were okay. there and they were like this ain't gonna like sir you need to you need guy line you need to call back on saturday i'm just like of course of course of course you can't just fucking go into a post office and be like i would like a password please of course you can't do that that would work too simple that is what <laughs> life should be that is the product and the experience that you probably tell people about of course it doesn't work like that like i I, like i said i just was like well that, that clearly that that's this is about right right here like and we're gonna have to come back and give blood i didn't expect us to get the shit done today if we're being 100 <laughs> percent. okay okay if we like i really just don't i'm not as uh i i, I just don't have as many expectations as people sometimes it's bad and sometimes it's good but i think it's a self-protection thing because it keeps me from getting two up or two down because i'm just you know we got we got on the airplane for the first time for me i was just like oh they're probably gonna just tell me something halfway through the flight or something just uh sir you you have to get off we don't like your shirt or whatever yeah Yeah, i'm like that'll be fine i'll just go back home we'll explain to puff daddy and then we weren't able to make it down to miami because 
some bullshit happen because that's what happens yeah i think our philosophy i don't know maybe i'm too optimistic but i'm like motherfucker you should have told me online why did i waste my time yeah <laughs> why, me yeah too much shit has gone wrong in life where i'm just like clearly there were easier ways to do this but people are horrible so that, that, i mean when i ever every time i've ever gone to the dmv i expect it not to work every time y'all even when i know i'm right you know like i try to rationalize it out i'll be like well this thing that i'm going through i can't be the first person to ever go through it it had to happen to somebody else at some point in time True. so there should be a solution for this i just have to find a person that knows the solution and then i'll do the thing they want me to do and we'll fix it so that's what i think in my head but i'm also thinking i'm gonna be the guy that gets here and they're not gonna have the person that can solve it or they're gonna say they're gonna act like my problem is the first time i ever heard of it and they're gonna tell me to come back because it's so special that i can't do it today and ah! or they're gonna ask for some paperwork that i don't readily have on me you know like that time somebody stole the sticker off my license plate right most people i i talked to people that were like oh you just go up there tell them it's stolen they'll give you a new one you know what i did i went up there and i expected to pay some money i waited in line yeah. i got to the desk and they said sir uh they, did somebody steal it i said i i don't know it's not on there no more i know i just got it got the sticker from y'all yeah people steal them all the time it'll be forty dollars or whatever the fuck i said oh, thank you here's forty dollars i just don't have high expectations i wasn't gonna sit up there and argue and be like my friend said you can do it for free i nope no 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 take the 40 obviously i'm i'm stupid i'm ass out because someone stole my shit you know right it just is what it is man so i i think this is a different mentality and also i think in those situations you need one person sometimes to be the one that's like okay this is fine like that's true everybody can't be banging uh, all day <laughs> right like karen's the one that's like did they do this oh they messed this up okay and i'm the one that's like okay they they messed it up of course yeah. now what is the reasonable plan you know yeah, and 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 put like this i i think our we balance each other out but i think for me because i i try my best to be very nice and very patient and very <coughs> reasonable and it's particularly if i've done my motherfucking research and i think the thing if i've done my research and i look things up and i've you know done everything that i could and then you come up with a surprise like for me i'm like why isn't this online like and, and i think that's when my anger came in because i'm like you shouldn't just spring this on people and then not expect people to get upset about it you yeah know? i don't think they i don't think you're wrong at all it's just like i said i knew i could tell from their face it wasn't shit we could say that was gonna fix it so i was yeah. just like all right well this is a waste of a trip um glad that i could help that lady and her kids hopefully and now i'm going my ass back home <laughs> and we'll figure out what to do next time and so uh karen you called up that saturday what happened yeah so the next day so i i woke up early saturday morning she said it opened up eight i got I woke up like seven something and you know i started calling that eight line business the 802 line business 805 line business I'm, i called for like 15 minutes and i finally get somebody on the phone um because the waiter lady was like hey you know they uh uh you can call on Saturday morning, but she said, if they get busy and stuff like that, they won't pick up the phone. So I said, I better call them first thing in the morning when the line's first up and up because I'm going to go ahead and schedule an appointment. So I call, I call, I call, I call. And I was persistent on it. So that's, that's the thing about me. I was very persistent. And so, uh, finally got somebody and the woman was like, 
um yeah we booked out for two months i was like well, can i make an appointment then for two months from now and she was like well we don't book appointments that far out and i was not too happy and i was like okay now when can i call back to make an appointment because obviously i can't book an appointment for two months out the only reason it started to make me mad again because i was like the only reason why i'm calling y'all motherfuckers is because i can't goddamn go online and schedule an appointment in the first place so i fucking woke up on a saturday goddamn saturday morning to call y'all fuckers and you're telling me i can't make an appointment like i started getting mad all over again so i was like fuck it there's got to be a better way so I was digging online, digging online, digging online. I was like, cause some people was like, uh, they have walk-ins. Like some places actually have like walk-in scheduled hours. So, uh, Hold on. Can we go back? How the fuck you gonna tell us to go home and call you and schedule an appointment? Then you say, well, we appoint, our appointments are booked for months out. Why can't we schedule a fucking appointment for months and a day then, bitch? Like, I don't understand how we can't just be like, okay, well, cool y'all are scheduled for 60 days day 61 what your calendar stopped in motherfucking june come on it didn't make any sense but you know what when karen told me this when i got home i went makes sense that's what the fuck of course that would happen they just don't want us to have passwords i don't know what's what's up in the world maybe we're gonna be the last the, we're the first people on the list of the people that can't get passwords i don't know what the rule is but we did find out about uh the post office on the north side of town mm-hmm so i was like karen just schedule a day off because my thing is see the reason i even told karen to take a day off instead of a half day take a couple hours is because i don't expect shit to go right <laughs> so i say take the whole fucking day because if we gotta be there eight hours we might as well just be there eight hours because yeah. you just never know you know how the fuck shit is gonna happen you know like you just i never believe anything if i took time off work to vote i know people are like i go vote before work and i'm like why would you do that just take the day off or take an early afternoon or something i'm gonna vote at lunch what the machines might go down the line might be too long like something always going wrong like find like just be over prepared rather than under prepared so you know um and karen's got a lot of paperwork and stuff and she's meticulous about this shit um but even with the paperwork i'm expecting them to be like well do you have your (laughs) do you have your reverse birthday certificate reverse birthday certificate what is that right right you know whatever so um well she she figures i I will take this certain day off we're gonna go up there which was today and we drive up to the north side when they open up and oh i said before you go on yeah i i think i had scheduled a one day off and come to find out we end up not doing that day because it was right around um tax was, day yeah it was uh she took the first day she took off was like april the 15th or some shit which y'all know is the last day for taxes so i'm like we can't like go that. to the post office on damn april the 15th we'll, <laughs> like the line gonna be ridiculous and it's not it's like it's gonna be full of people oh, trying to last minute taxes and shit so i was like yeah we just like that no not 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 that day i just enjoyed my day off um so then we went to the north one um today and it's at unc charlotte's campus mm-hmm. okay first of all i had no idea it was at unc charlotte's campus we were just following siri and it was like 
turn left here turn now i was like are we in fucking i've been here before we're on campus now what is happening i mean like literally on campus and did you know it was on campus when you mapped the directions you they, already knew that they said it was the north side they said unc charlotte but i didn't know it was like on campus if that okay makes sense. all right well we get there and it's like the destination is on your right or whatever right so we go to park i noticed that it's a meter parking and it's for 30 minutes only so i'm like we can't park here because why because i'm prepared for the worst yeah what if we go in there it takes longer than 30 minutes right. we can't just run back out and keep putting quarters in and come back and then, the car towed. right and then the fucking car gets towed and we're now stuck with a fucking you know car tow payment a fucking uber out to the car play like just a bunch of bullshit plus college campuses are notorious for towing and ticketing cars so i was like and the car gonna be five hours away or some shit yeah i'm like we can't park here Mm -hmm. so we go find a parking deck and we park there we walk to the building where it told where we originally had parked at you know and, and decided not to park there we walk into that building it's the student um arts center yeah and it's the box office not the post office the box Box. office like the p.o box the box not p.o no not like p.o box oh it is a box office like they sell tickets to plays and movies it was a theater guys we were at a fucking theater that's the only thing they had online though y'all here's the thing it was the right address karen didn't have the wrong address so we walk around you know all the way back up to this building and shit after we had parked and it's fucking the hottest day in charlotte today um we walk all the way there and we walk into the building and i'm like what the fuck like i don't see a post office in here there's nobody there because school's out right they just graduated yeah the door was open but you know maybe summer school might be in by now but there was nobody actually there there um so we're walking through the building and we get to i go to the desk by the box office uh ticket booth and it says um looking for your passport and it's a sheet of paper right because i know people gonna come up there so apparently they know this address is wrong right in the fucking school like the school mm-hmm. knows it's wrong and instead of saying can we update this address <laughs> to the right address they leave it but they leave you a sheet of paper like if you want a post office I mean, if you want a um, passport, you need to walk across campus to the Student Union Center, and in the Student Union Center, there's a post office, and in there, you can get your passport. Right. Everybody's like, hey, niggas, wrong location. Keep in mind, there's no map. Mm-mm, no map. On the sheet of paper they give mm-mm, you. Mm-mm. It just tells you Student Union, room 123. So Directions for driving, but the car is parked at... Uh, yeah, I don't. and the thing is, the directions for driving don't matter because you can't park where you want to park. Right. If you're a visitor, you can only park in these three decks so and the, and the three decks aren't close to the fucking thing mm-hmm. um so karen's like should we go back to get the car and then drive and i was like well we already parked the car it's in the deck it's like a dollar every half hour you stay or some crazy shit <laughs> right. so i said no let's just walk across campus and get it you know well. fuck it we already walking mm-hmm. so we started walking and uh we're using siri's little map thing and it's like and siri's giving us driving instructions even though it clearly we're walking, walking right i'm like motherfucker can't you tell i'm not going five miles an hour i'm going 3.21 mile right. an hour right um so we fucking walk um across campus and um you know just kind of walking to aimlessly towards this dot <laughs> halfway there the dot disappears yes it does all on the phone i'm like what the fuck what, what's happening with the dot right now like so i'm just like well let's just walk where the dot used to be in that direction 
and we walked towards like these two dudes and i just finally normally i try not to ask people or no you intrude don't on normally i'm the one asking questions right but see here's the thing now karen's the one going out of the country not me but i'm determined to help karen do this thank you and i and the thing that i hate is being that person that drags somebody else down when they trying to do something like is like karen really wants to see this thing through she took the day off if i was there by myself at this point i probably would be like i'm just going home fuck it today was a wash (laughs) you know what i mean like clearly these motherfuckers don't have i don't know where anything is on canvas there has to be another way to get a passport into charlotte i'll find out i'll pay the extra money i don't give a fuck that's what i would have done but we out here for karen Mm -hmm. no i I got my passport too but we're out here for karen and you know karen was like it's hot should we walk should we go back to the car should we do this that and the other i said no let's just walk across campus Mm -hmm. fuck it because now we here we here if there's a way we should at least say we tried everything right right because maybe they'll turn out and be like like we'll really get there and it'll be like sorry because i was like what i really expected to happen at this point was we were gonna get to the student union center and they were gonna be like uh y'all do know school is out right right so we don't do post office shit Until, when school's out yeah we, come back in august oh, yes that's what i was thinking that's exactly what i thought was gonna happen i was like fuck it we're gonna walk they're gonna have to tell me no to my motherfucking face that was my motto i was like shit we own this college campus might as well keep it trucking well you was kind of like let's get to the car let's see but i was like no fuck it we we walking now so we walk uh i asked the two dudes like i said i normally wouldn't interrupt two people you know none of their business you know like i didn't but i was like where's the student union and they told us uh it was some weird like down these steps and yeah. go down steps make a right make another right go down some steps and then you see two buildings that look the same you walk between those buildings and take it to the studio and you know what they were good ass directions because they worked yeah there um, was a lot of fucking steps i thought they were telling us too much nope it was exactly what they said um so we walked down there and um went to the room 123 we asked i asked a woman who was at the information desk what what room was 123 she told me um like i said i was asking people shit because i was like i'm going to make sure that we fucking get the thing i was sweating my ass off at this point because like i said it was the hottest day in charlotte today mm-hmm. so we walk into room 123 and it's like you gotta take a number or people have an appointment mm-hmm. um we were like only number four mm-hmm. so we got there early right when they opened up and um a couple people had one person had an appointment like her and her family yeah um and she was being like so rude about it man like it was a brother work it was all black people working in there actually because it was like uh the, the brother with the beard the older black lady mm-hmm. and then the young black lady came in with the body con dress or whatever mm-hmm. um, she came in later yeah they took the pictures so like they had um you know all black people in there working and so they were helping like an older couple when we walked in they were helping somebody uh, this young woman with uh the jean shorts Mm -hmm. and somebody else so we get in we're trying to get the passports or whatever and um the uh we take a number and then this woman comes in with uh a stroller Mm -hmm. keep in mind they got a sign that say keep strollers outside big ass sign big ass sign she comes in with a stroller and her husband and then she she's like oh wait take the stroller outside she sees the sign at first and the dude's like all right 
um you know take a number and she's like she takes a number at first then she puts the number back she's like actually i have an appointment so uh i should be next and i mean while he actually, he's saying she's saying this to him while he's doing somebody else's passport he's like in the middle of a sentence talking to somebody else and i loved his response y'all it was the shadiest he really act like that woman wasn't there mm-hmm. like because that happens to him all the time because he was basically looking like i'm with a customer you see i'm clear like you we are three feet apart i know you see me at this fucking counter doing my job you couldn't wait till there was an actual moment where i stopped to then go i have an appointment you literally interrupted me talking to this woman about a very important document that we want to get everything right well he's like is this the right number she's like "Uh, sir i have an appointment so i don't need a number i'll just be waiting right here or whatever and he was looking like he didn't respond it was priceless the driver's license is right here and the fee will be the atm is outside like he never missed a beat Mm -mm. um and so then uh he takes care of her uh the woman and then that's when the woman with the the younger lady with the body con dress comes in and she's like everybody got pictures and we like we don't have our pictures so they took our picture and it's weird because you can't wear glasses and you can't smile not no more yeah yeah i guess it's a new rule so i had to take my glasses off i didn't smile although i did think my headshot looked pretty good i was surprised Mm -hmm. i'll be honest um <clears throat> although with this beard though probably look a little terrorsty um yeah because she, she was like so you gotta drop your chin yeah yeah uh so i took my um picture or whatever um karen already had all the forms pre-filled out mm-hmm. so all we really had to do was fill out a little bit more yeah i was like i'm not gonna sit here fill out no form that was a small ass office too i was like Mm-mm. they take your license and your birth certificate your real birth certificate mm-hmm. not a copy of it Mm-mm. um and they keep the birth certificate <clears throat> although allegedly after they mail you your passport they mail your birth certificate back a couple of days later or whatever mm-hmm. uh so they took all that shit um my the worst part to me is you go up there and they're like uh how are you paying for this we only take ca- check or money order right not cash not not uh not debit cards mm-hmm. not credit cards check or money order another prohibitive thing for a lot of people by the way um uh so you basically you can't get a password on credit unless you do that cash your credit card to cash type thing uh which is exorbitant interest rates so oh you you know like you say take out basically take the money out your atm and pay the little money or the fee no that's what i'm saying it for like say you're you're poor say you don't have the money you have to put this on a line of credit somehow if you use a credit card as an atm it the 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 fee for that money is much higher than if you just use it as a credit card correct okay I'm so with you now. Yeah. right so it's so it's cost prohibitive it is you know um lucky for us you know i i just like they have an atm outside and you just go do use that then you give them the cash then they write a money order then they give you your change back or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck um so that's what we had to do man and uh after all that we got we got out of there and um we were ready to walk back and i was like i knew it was gonna be a long ass walk because it's a long walk to get there mm-hmm. it was even hotter than yeah. when we first because we went early in the morning it was even hotter than that and so we saw a shuttle bus um on the campus and we was like let's just ask them can we get a ride back right and it was empty it's summertime nobody's on that yeah, bitch. right they're probably just rolling around for for nobody's or for the few visitors on campus 
right so uh we we got them to um give us a ride back by the way the old couple tried to pay with a check but then they had cash too and ah. i think i think they confused the hell out that old woman she was writing a check and cash and she was like no ma'am you need to write two different checks and she was pulled out all the cash she was like are you paying with cash she was like because then you need a money order she's like well what's the fee for the money order i was like this is like uh who's on first up in here <laughs> all the time right so at any rate we ended up um getting a getting a shuttle back to the uh parking deck and then they had a weird parking system where you gotta pay for your parking while you're standing outside of your car then you gotta go get your car and drive out the exit it was weird mm-hmm. but uh yeah we got that done and then we went to uh Terrace cafe and had breakfast it was good yep well no mine was good yours wasn't yeah i'm a sucker for, for uh shrimp and grits and these were not good shrimp and grits um no they were not yep i got the mate cristo sandwich with the egg oh that was actually it's uh y'all they take stuffed french toast then they put ham swiss cheese and turkey and then i added an egg and then i had cheese grits off the damn chain yours was good i should have got it what i thought about getting Mm -hmm. the uh velvet uh chicken and waffles Mm-hmm. a red velvet chicken and waffle that's what i'm gonna get next time next time but i knew she was messing up i tried to tell her y'all but i try not to you know tell karen what to order you know yeah let me fuck it up i on just my let own. her you just gotta let her mess up y'all you know karen I'll order karen will order a top uh fucking foe from any restaurant that got it i'm a sucker for foe too no, knowing that knowing that you know a spaghetti warehouse won't have good foe she don't care <laughs> i don't <coughs> i'm like this is a waste of my money but go ahead <laughs> you sure you don't want to just throw the money in the trash and <laughs> go to wendy's afterwards but you know it's up it's up to you um anyway it was good um and i'm so glad we finally got that out of the way i think they said what four to six weeks or something like yeah that's that. the other thing you can expedite it it's like one to, what is it two to three weeks as opposed to four to six i was like i'm good yeah i was like see this is why you do things early so you don't have to pay the extra fee for that shit right so i'm glad we got that out the way and it was uh an experience walking across that college camp i was like "Woo! i don't miss this motherfucking walking oh yeah especially in that heat Ooh, i remember them back in back in federal state day with um uh, especially on college campus, uh, when I was RA, you have to be there about a month, for, a month and a half before everybody else for freshman orientation and all that bullshit. I don't miss that at all. Alright, uh, let's get into the, the, the news, guys. Uh, and I have to blow my notes, so I'll be right back, but I'll play this song till I get back. Okay. <laughs> 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 boo, boo. right it's the cosby show 
bill cosby apparently had a statement released through uh the breakfast club why 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 they how did they become the beacon of all black folks how did they become the beacon to the to the community what what I don't know. Maybe I'm older, but I know nobody told me that, that every, all the black news go through them. Nobody. When we had our meeting, it was not discussed. I didn't see it on itinerary. Nobody sent me the memo. Where was I? You know what's interesting about that, too? The Breakfast Club is just a beacon of the kind of niggas Bill Cosby did, was embarrassed by. Right. He don't fuck with y'all. It's kind of amazing it's it's like desperation makes strange bedfellows and sadly a lot of these people are really fucking happy to be acknowledged by him despite the fact that he really didn't fuck with them you know um the music they play the artists they have on the 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 way they talk the things they do the way they dress these are all things bill cosby would never have approved of but yet somehow now now this is the place to go uh so he released a statement um via um the breakfast club let's see if i can play it yeah uh bill cosby's daughter speak out my father has been publicly lynched in the media you're watching the breakfast club Now, Charlemagne got a text the other day. Yeah, I got a text last week, and uh, the text was basically saying that Bill Cosby was looking for my number. So I'm like, why the hell does Bill Cosby want my number? And uh, so I sent my number, of course, and Bill Cosby's publicist called me last night. Mm-hmm. And um, he basically told me that Bill Cosby's going to trial next month. Right. And Bill Cosby's daughters, Insta and Aaron, listened to The Breakfast Club faithfully, and they wanted to release some statements about their father's situation exclusively to the breakfast club right and that's what now one of the reasons i think they would be comfortable with that the breakfast club is the same place that damon waynes went when he made all those jokes about you know these women some bitches and hoes and they just they ain't get raped these unrapeable bitches and shit like that and they all laughed it off and thought it was funny so they have the kind of platform where if you wanted to get a pro cosby type of awareness or a statement out there uh this is the place to go you know they don't challenge much we have right here we have insta and aaron statements now both of these statements are two minutes apiece okay let, let's get to insta first Insa. i am a very private person and i've chosen to live my life quietly with my family but for my child my niece and nephew and my father i cannot sit quietly anymore the man portrayed in the media today is not who my father is. My father is a civil rights activist. My father is an advocate for children. My father is an educator. My father is a philanthropist. My father is an immensely talented and innovative entertainer. His philosophy is that people are good and through effort and self-confidence, each person can make the world better. This is the man who is my father, a visionary whose life and career have focused on love and learning, on creativity and humor. These are the same core values that he has tried to model for me and my siblings, his grandchildren, and for the millions of strangers who encounter his work and advocacy. The accusations against my father have been one-sided since the beginning, 
and when he tried to defend himself, he was sued in civil court. I've seen the accusations become more horrific and extreme with time, and I've witnessed my father's reputation and legendary works be dismissed without any proof. I strongly believe my father is innocent of the crimes alleged against him, and I believe that racism has played a big role in all aspects of this scandal. How the charges came up. It was also pretty interesting <clears throat> that suddenly a, a man who did all his work to avoid talking about race had, you know, had this comedy, this sitcom where escapism was the real key. Uh, it helped him become America's father because he didn't talk about race. There was no special episode of Kazi's where Theo gets pulled over for driving while black, like nothing. And then he gave his most, one of his most famous public speech is the pound cake speech, but it was the one where he basically blames black people for the plight of blackness, you know? And I'm not a person that is, I don't feel like that necessarily, like telling black people to do better is like necessarily the worst thing in the world. But when you're speaking to the N double, to the NAACP, and you're talking, you're, you're up there to address them, and you're up there talking about basically black kids be stealing and wearing their pants too low. It, it does send a certain message, uh, coming from quote unquote, you know, the father of America and shit. Um, but now all of a sudden, racism is what's holding people back, specifically when it comes to him. Now it's a racial conspiracy. About being made against him how people were willing to believe them before they were ever scrutinized or tested. <coughs> how people who tried to speak to support him for people who questioned the claims were shut down and ignored and not given a voice. How the media created the story and the outcome before any court will ever test the claims. How my father is being punished by a society that still believes black men rape white women that passes off as boys will be boys when white men are accused, and how the politics of our country prove my disgust. My father has been publicly lynched in the media, and my family, my young daughter, my young niece and nephew have had to stand helplessly by and watch the double standards of pretending to protect the rights of some, but ignoring the rights of others. <coughs> and exposing innocent children to such appalling accusations about someone they love dearly. Who's accused of raping who now? This man has been accused by so many women, and yet she would throw up, and this is what people always do, they throw up these kids when they want to, when they can't excuse a person's actions, they always throw up the shield of, what about these kids? Well, I think it's more shameful for kids to have to go through the idea that a person can be so rich and powerful that they can rape people serially for 50 years and nobody can do anything about it. You know? Like, what lesson is that? And who has been so loving and kind to them is beyond cruel. Now, that was Bill Cosby's daughter. Now, let's play his other daughter, Erin. Over the last few years, my family has been forced to sit by and watch as our father has been attacked in the media. And it has been difficult to remain silent to protect our loved ones from the scorn that gossip fueled in the news as big entertainment. 
But what you hear in the media is a far cry from who our father is. By the way, this is why, like I said, if something happened to somebody in my family and they were accused of some heinous shit that I have no reason to or no ability to defend on my own other than I know them and I just think they wouldn't do it. This is why I said I just hope that I just stay the fuck out of it right, and stay because quiet. Because you're going to look like a fool. Right, because he didn't do it to you. Right, like, and, and what, like, what am I really saying? This Nothing. is, this isn't the dad it. that I knew. Y'all, y'all could have kept these comments, truth be told. Yeah, like, there's no proof. What about these women? Well, people actually did go through these women's accusations with a fine tooth comb. The point is, if any of them are telling the truth, he a rapist. If four of them are telling the truth, he a rapist. If eight of them telling the truth, he's a rapist. It wouldn't even fucking matter. The sheer numbers are so ridiculous. And and why the fuck would there be a racial conspiracy for Bill Cosby at 90 years old all of a sudden for no reason? People keep bringing up you tried to buy NBC. That was 20 years ago. What are you talking about? Like nobody was sitting around waiting on let's get him of all the niggas to get. You think they wouldn't go after Obama with this? Of all the niggas they could try to bring down that they hate, they go after Obama before Bill Cosby. Our early years, our father was not only the type of parent who cared for and guided me and my siblings, but he was also a role model. He was generous with his time and resources, helping people in our communities, across our country, and around the world. And in addition to showing us that hard work, devotion, and talent can overcome immense obstacles and build a life and career beyond anyone's expectations, (coughs) my father also taught us the importance of fostering goodness in the world. He has been a tireless advocate for social change, an unwavering philanthropist, and a vocal force encouraging people to strive to achieve their dreams. This is who my father is. Now, my father and I have not always seen eye to eye, but I know him like very few people do. And I will be the first to say that the acts of which my father is accused are unthinkable, knowing the man who is my dad. What my father and family had to endure these last few years makes me ashamed of our country today. I cannot understand how our society has permitted my father to be condemned so unjustly. And cr- you know what's also fucked up about this? If it, if, if Bill Cosby was the dude that, you know, like, like people act like you can't be a good father, quote unquote, and a rapist. Yes, you can. You know what I mean? Like, like everybody in jail is just a bad person all the time. Like, uh, like people that are thieves, like they steal from everybody. Like it's like it's just so it's just such bullshit, you know. Not to mention, so all these women lie. All these women are bad women. That's what you're. You know, this, I can't believe this country would do this. He didn't even go to jail. Do what? Make him feel bad for raping people? Fuck out of here in the court of public opinion without evidence or proof and with no verdict or judgment. Like the cruel history of our people, the legal system and the protections of the law do not seem to exist for him today. My father's legacy... They really are acting like he in jail. That's the thing about public opinion. You can't make people think you're not a rapist. If people think you're a rapist, you're a rapist. Like, 
he ain't got to go to jail but and that now like they act like he's literally incarcerated right now he's walking around free doing whatever the fuck he wants to do people just don't have to like it like people like no one's required to pretend that this isn't happening you know <clears throat> and the double standard i see people have is so ridiculous because we do have people walking among us that are not convicted of things that we think they did all the time george zimmerman walks among us uh fucking oj simpson when he was free like there's all kinds of people where we're like probably did it but uh you couldn't prove it uh, you know it was just difficult to prove we don't say well they're innocent we just go you couldn't find them guilty but yes that nigga probably did that shit right that and if he was convicted you would still think the same fucking right. thing you still say he was innocent right it wouldn't matter Mm-mm. also how do you reconcile the fact that let's say he didn't rape these women everybody thinks he fucked these women right like no one's saying like even his defense isn't i never had sex with these women it's just well you know people do quaaludes it was uh you know like hey you know it's a party even then he would still be a fraud of the man that he betrayed himself to be come on while he sat and judged a whole lot of other people man it's just hypocritical at best he has been tarnished and his livelihood taken from him Yet during this now two-year media frenzy, my father's and my family's plight has become a moneymaker for many trying to capitalizing at his expense. I know that people will try to shoot me down for speaking out and by bringing up past criticisms against me and my relationship with my dad, to which I say I do not care. I love my father and always have and always will. I believe in his innocence, and I know in my heart how he values me, my family, and the goodness that is in all people. I will never respect or understand a society that allows an accused to be convicted without proof and his or her day in court. It is truly unbelievable. So the question is, 800-585-1051, do they really threw them crocodile tears in there at the end too yeah, i don't care that you sad man no and nobody said you couldn't <clears throat> love your daddy baby it's a lot of people that love people that are convicted of in jail you know what else a lot of here's here's the head trip right let's think this through logically so you don't like that bill cosby is being seen as untrustworthy despite the fact that he, there hasn't been a trial yet right but what you're asking us to do as a court of public opinion isn't to remain unbiased and to say well hey who knows what's happening you're actually asking us to be untrustful of the 50 plus accusers of this man who say you want us to to look at them and be skeptical and say these lying bitches bill Cosby didn't say hey 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 don't call those women unrapable bitches you weren't crying and releasing statements when when they were joking these women and saying they were ugly and bill Cosby wouldn't rape them hoes and all this shit. like nobody was doing that for them there was no uh well we just have to remain out of it is the court of public opinion for them if we see them as harlots opportunists gold diggers whatever sugar babies if we see them as anything other than women who claim to have been sexually assaulted by this man you're fine with that there is no what about public opinion what about wait about their day in court there is none of that it's only for him that we're supposed to take the well we gotta wait till it's court to get his day in court 
fuck out of here man and, I, and i'm really disgusted by him and his people because i know that whole thing is like we just want to win in court trying your daughters out here man to cry on on fucking the breakfast club for you dog such a low bar you know like i understand as a, a media entity they wanted to play it because it's an exclusive that right. other shows aren't gonna get but there's a reason they reached out to them there's a reason they reached out to them they have the kind of fan base that will eat this shit up they have the kind of platform that will allow this to be talked about without very much critical thinking associated with it um if they're hungry enough for the scoop that they'll play it sans any credibility sans being able to ask these people questions to their face all that shit like you know if say you sent this statement to oprah oprah's like you need to come on and i'll ask you questions about it we'll talk about it on the air nope don't want to do that don't want to do that just play my statement and let it be they have a point i mean the truth to the matter is that's what i've been saying since this whole situation has occurred i'm not discrediting the young lady's allegations but i'm not going to discredit bill cosby's innocence either i'm just going to wait and see like i don't i think it's very dangerous to allow people to be tried in the court of public opinion like people are losing their livelihoods before they even get their day in court, in court. right like can we uh at least suspend things for a second, like put things on pause right. before we just eliminate everything. But that was my problem from the door. Like they wiped out his whole legacy catalog. Like, I mean, you don't see the Cosby <coughs> thing on TV anymore. You don't see a lot of the stuff that he did on TV anymore. And we, I mean, as much as it sounds like he did it, we don't know. We don't, we know. That's don't right. know. Like, like I, I'm not discrediting the young ladies, right. but I'm not going to discredit Bill Cosby either. We just simply don't know. Let the man have his day in court. Like I just think trying people in the court of public opinion is very dangerous. What do you think, Well, I think that they shouldn't have taken the show off of television because it's not just about him. It's also about the other people on the show. By the way, um, can I say that opinion right there is among the most selfish opinions people have about this shit? Because if if you think about this controversy and the only thing you take away from it is, well, the reruns of the show should still be up, then you don't really care about. Stop trying to act all high minded like it's about justice and the court of public opinion and losing your livelihood be honest you the only thing you care about is being entertained and you're only upset that your entertainment no longer exists in the places that you would like to go see it that's it you can go buy the box set if you love the Cosby show so much you have to watch the reruns but it was bad advertising and bad publicity for the brands that that have to uh, deal with this hulu doesn't want to have a show on there where motherfuckers are hot are fucking mad and where every other day two more women are coming out like he sexually assaulted me too like that the idea of saying right and and you know it's bullshit because hot 97 i guarantee over the period of time at some point they have gotten somebody off the air for some comments they said or something they were accused of that hadn't been proven in court yet but they knew it was just bad publicity to have them on no one is above that no one's above that that eat from that show and i do believe in other genres they do manage to separate the person from whatever it is that they're accused of absolutely so i believe that should be separate do i feel like in the court of public opinions also how soon do they do that because we say that people did this with nate parker too how soon because timing is everything people are like well look at how people treat woody allen 
yeah look at how people treat woody allen 20 years later you know what i mean look at how people treat r kelly 15 years later but when the heat was on there was shit that he had to fall back on you know a lot of times even when these people are guilty they just take a small hit compared to their whole careers this dude is older and he was trying to make a comeback and this shit came back up on him so it was just a timing thing people are like well we separated with, with 90210 you separated because a new accuser is not coming out every week if there were new women coming out accusing the dad from uh whatever that fucking show was seventh heaven every week the fucking show would be off the air and it would stay off the air until they thought that they were it was the coast is clear you know even if he's found innocent in this trial or not guilty which i expect him to not be found not guilty not saying he didn't do it i just think it's incredibly hard to prove any of this shit with bill cosby um even if he's found not guilty i expect his show to not be on the air for a while it's just bad publicity at the moment maybe after he dies or something or a couple years pass maybe they'll put it back but if we're going to stop trying to if we're going to take the emotionality out of it and just look at just the the point of fact this is just how it goes man as long as people feel bad about it they're not going to play it as long as the first thing you think of when you think about bill cosby is, is sexual assault they can't play it and you know it even if you're defending him that 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 when you watch an episode of this show that's one of the things you're going to be thinking about we can't pretend that humans aren't human here hard to say that there's not a court of public opinion there's things that are out there of course people are going to pass judgment based on what they've heard based on 57 women coming forward and giving different accounts i don't think that we know what happened till he goes to trial we know that he has you know taken uh settled in certain situations before so but we all know i hate to keep point pointing this out though Um, i hate to keep pausing but why do people act like after a trial we know what happened do we know what happened after zimmerman's trial do we know what happened after oj's trial do we know what happened after trial uh after kobe's trial do we know what happened after mike tyson's trial you know do we know what happened after jameson james winston's trial do we know what happened after ben roethlisberger was accused we don't we we weren't there we'll never know what happened everyone is guessing based on the evidence and their own intellect everyone's guessing so so we can stop with the well after the trial we'll have clarity no we won't we won't have clarity no everyone's not going to agree on this shit settling doesn't mean make it mean you're guilty that also means you might not want to have your stuff in public and it's easier just to pay things off but the thing is now it is public his legacy has been ruined and if he is guilty you know we got to start asking ourselves a different question and it's a question that didn't (coughs) brought up he rapes but he saves and he saves more than he rapes but he probably does rape because that is true. Oh my goodness. He saves and he rapes. Well, let's he go rapes to the phone saves. lines. 800 you know, Do we discredit all the saving he's doing because of, of the rape? 800 Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Kyron Jones, man. We're talking about Bill Cosby's daughters. Do, do you believe they have a point? I do believe they have a point, man. Because uh, you think, think, think about it. When Bill Cosby went to go by uh, NBC, oh, God. Um, <laughs> all these allegations started occurring. So I That's do not when it happens, sir. Oh. That's definitely oh, not. Well, the man was That's trying. Listen, according <laughs> to on, the I'm internet, so no. Nope, if we're gonna believe everything we see on the internet, <laughs> then that man was trying to buy NBC. Now, stop it. Oh All gosh. right, stop it. Hello, who's this? 
Hello? Hello? Hey, what's your name, Mama? Poetry. Hey, Poetry. We're talking Bill Cosby's daughters. Do you think they have a point? They do. They publicly tried their father, and it doesn't go that same way when there's other people involved, other races. Yeah, and I'm going to be honest, I don't see how Bill Cosby can get a fair trial, because if you were a juror, you saw what's been going on for the right. past three years. He, Bill Cosby's already been painted as a rapist. He's guilty in the court of public opinion. Like, how could you go in there with, a, with, a, with a fresh, unbiased mind? You can't. He can't get a fair trial. It's been too too over the news. It's been public. You'd have to get somebody that's that's damn near 90 that doesn't have a television, that yeah. doesn't know how to be on the Internet, that that has no idea what's going on, and you're never going to find out. Yeah, but if it, it was any... You also notice how... No one's ever concerned about the accuser getting a fair trial. Like, like they're not a, like <laughs> the fact that you, you're on a platform where y'all laughed at these women being called unrapeable bitches, and y'all are going, yeah, but this man, well, this rich, powerful man, is no way he gets a fair trial. I'll tell you what, it's no way he gets found guilty. How about that? What, let's talk about precedence. Let's talk about the preponderance of of of, of history. The, what really happens in these courtrooms? It's so disconnected. But as you can hear, and I just wanted to play up to that so y'all can hear it. This is why you put a statement out for these guys. That's why, because they're not gonna question it critically. They're not gonna challenge it. They are gonna go along. They have a fan base that's gonna just call in and be like, "But he good," and that's gonna be the end of it. And that's that's all people care about. You know, it's it's sad, really. And he tweeted out, uh, Bill Cosby tweeted for the first time, and he said that the truth teller of Charlemagne, the God and shit. And I said, this nigga would never in his life ever think he was gonna say anything positive about Charlemagne the God <laughs> in his lifetime and the thing in it the false picture that his children have I have a question and I don't know maybe I'm old and my memory ain't that good but what kind of activist and social change person was Bill Cosby he is a philanthropist he's giving a lot of money to black colleges and shit like that um, I don't know all his charitable works but I know that much I don't know about his activism, if we're being honest. Uh, so I don't know about that part. Okay. I just know the yeah, part because about. Because, like I said, I've, I, I, I didn't have been on the forefront of what I know about him, so that's why I'm asking. Yeah, and but but I just know that the racism and publicly lynched in the media shit, all that is just kind of like really weird coming from his camp because he is Mister Racism ain't holding black people back. Black people are holding black people back. So yeah, pull your pants up, quit showing your boxes. <sighs> um a hundred yeah right uh let's see speaking of um black people holding black people back i'll tell you who bill Cosby wouldn't approve of black youngster rented the van used in young Dolph shooting says it was stolen okay who's a black i don't you know i don't know none of these folks details are being revealed about the arrest of black youngster in connection to a shooting involving young Dolph according to the police black, everybody young in this situation black youngsters rental van was involved in the february shooting over 100 shell cases were found at the scene of the shooting in charlotte during ciaa weekend oh holding black people back bill right. what would cosby think fortunately for young Dolph, he was traveling in a bulletproof suv warrants were issued for the arrest of black youngster and two other men for their involvement he added it's obviously somebody ratting somebody snitching what i don't know isn't that like just saying you guilty 
he said like he got arrested he didn't say i didn't do it he says obvious somebody ratting somebody snitching <coughs> what what is this the trump white house i, <laughs> I know right i don't i'm at a loss for words i mm, i didn't know you could buy a bulletproof i mean you could rent sorry rent a bulletproof suv i think the fact that you have to ask for a bulletproof suv shows you ain't living right come on that's what i was like oh when they say bulletproof i was like i'm pretty sure you can't purchase one i don't know last time i went on to check you go in the parking lot you be like you know i want my toyota prius to be bulletproof they're gonna look at you like what bitch? right what's the bulletproofing on this I know, I know. Can it can, can it take a rocket launcher? What what sir? What what kind of life are you living? I got I got I got people that are trying to kill me in accounts receivables. I need. I mean yeah, I mean last time I checked, I need I need something that can stop a heat seeking missile. Mm hmm. Uh, it's clear it's clear who he's talking about. Black youngster press rep told XXL Memphis based rap artist Black youngster has turned himself in on charges filed in Charlotte, North Carolina. The warrant served were based on lyrics from young from the rapper young Dolph's bulletproof mixtape uh youngster will await arraignment while he ma- maintains innocence and no involvement with the incident black youngsters lawyers maintain that his client did indeed rent a van discovered to be part of the shooting but it had been stolen mm-hmm. how you gonna rent a van that's been stolen that's that's what you just told me right right he rented a van but it stole and that's why i was involved in the shooting now did he report it stolen just to be clear black youngster who is from memphis and affiliated with yo Gotti, also from memphis and who has beef with young Dolph, rented a van in north carolina the same van just happened to get stolen and used by people who were gunning for young Dolph. that's one hell of a coincidence best best of luck with that defense that's what the article say Mm -hmm. that makes complete sense um unless you reported them 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 people let you be stolen Mm -mm, no sir yeah i think he's gonna be doing some time uh don't wish them balls would probably be the proof we should take calls to see if people think he did it yeah this is poetry and i just want to say free young Dolph. it's no way he did it okay black youngster is is is, is being framed by a conspiracy he's being lynched in the media i want to see all the bill cosby defenders talk about bobby Schmurter and young Dolph being being framed and this is a conspiracy to bring down the black man Hmm. y'all don't believe it for other people okay well i rented a suv the bulletproof suv and last time i rented when i didn't have no problem you know with mine but mine got stolen too you know what i'm saying so i know what it is to be held down by the man <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh alamo draft house ceo tim league is like, oh, okay a man is suing a round rock woman for texting during a movie date at barton creek square theater according to a petition filed in small claims court in travis county oh that's very small claims <laughs> uh yeah brandon vesmar 37 of austin filed the claim thursday against his date he's asking for 17 dollars and 31 cent because of the ticket which is the price of the movie ticket of a 3d show in the guardians of the galaxy volume 2 the 35 year old woman reached by phone tuesday said she didn't know about the claim against her she asked that her name not be used oh my god this is crazy she said vesmar 
who has his own communications consulting company said he met the woman online and went on their first day to the may, may 6th to the movie it was kind of a first day from hell he said about 15 minutes after the movie began vesmar said his day started texting on her phone this is like one of my biggest pet peeves in the petition vesmar said the woman activated her phone at least 10 to 20 times in 15 minutes to read and send text messages vesmar said he asked her to stop but she refused he said he told her that maybe she could go outside to text she left the theater and never came back she also left in her car which they had driven to the theater leaving vesmar without a drive ride he said uh, he texted her a few days later asking for the price of the ticket and she refused to play to pay the woman said tuesday she only texted on her phone in the theater two or three times still though come on uh right uh Uh, I had my phone low and I wasn't bothering anybody. She was texting a friend who was having a fight with her boyfriend. It wasn't like constant texting. Now, right there, I know you damn lying. If your friend was having a fight with her boyfriend, y'all niggas was constant texting. Stop lying. I only text two or three times. Uh, she said Vesmar had called her to ask her to pay back, pay him back for the movie ticket, but she refused because he took me out on a date. She also said uh she planned to file a protective order against him for contacting her little sister to get the money for the movie ticket. Oh, what a petty ass motherfucker. <laughs> I wouldn't pay you back either. I mean, yeah, like like I said and and it's one of these things where uh fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You roll with me and mm-hmm. you go you now if I roll with now, you Now she did leave him stranded. Yeah, you roll with me, right? right? Mhm and my thing is this and 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 i guess i guess from the way i view it is that you thought that the price of that ticket was just that fucking it wasn't number 17 dollars i mean if you couldn't afford 17 dollars don't ask me to go on the goddamn date with you then um you and like i said and and this patriarchy i'm sorry you just gonna take that fucking l for the for the way that the structure is set up for patriarchy and you made me bad you roll with me you roll with me i didn't ride with you you roll with me and nobody else was complaining uh did you put this in a stipulation when we was online that your pet peeves that you don't like people texting (laughs) if you didn't fuck you fuck you fuck you you don't own me i'm not your child i'm not your property for this two hours just because you pay 17 dollars you think you got the right to tell me what the fuck to do fuck you yes and I, you know what? i would fucking counter suit for the 17 dollars in gas that i had to fucking waste to pick your ass up too fuck you well then i'll see you in court i'll see you in court too then <laughs> he said because we're gonna be petty we all could be motherfucking and, and tell your little sister she better have my motherfucking money and you contacted my motherfucking sister right yes fuck you According to the petition, the texting was a direct violation of the theater's policy and that his date adversely affected Vesmar's viewing experience and that of other patrons. While damages sought are modest, the principle is important as the defendant's behavior is a threat to civilized society, the petition said. I'm not a bad woman, the woman told the statesman. I just went out on a date. That's all. And if it was that important, why didn't you get the usher? All y'all got to, what's the point of the goddamn usher? Get the usher to come and tell me then update alamo draft house ceo tim league is offered a 17 dollars and 13 31 cent gift certificate to settle the lawsuit uh so maybe he'll accept that in lieu of her giving him the funds mm-hmm. and you know what that means next time you see his uh his name pop up on tinder you better go ahead and swipe past that bullshit because you know you text mm-hmm. that you y'all you gonna have a lawsuit 
I want thirty eight fifty. That was the price of the cost of the date and her two drinks. Man, get your um, get your restraining order, boo, because you gonna need it. This nigga sound crazy, right? Because it don't he don't fucking own you. That's the thing. That's the I'm not even for the record. I'm not even saying I don't understand how he would be upset because I actually would like if it was me and we were on our first date and we were going to see a movie and your ass just couldn't even stop texting it's right in the theater especially at the yeah i can understand being like damn she really must not be feeling me she must hate this fucking date or whatever and then you left and left me stranded at the theater i would be like fuck this woman i can't believe this shit but that's just like a story you tell a friend right like that's just like a thing where you're like man this chick i can't i would like that's your bad date story i went on a date with a chick she wouldn't stop texting and then she got up i said can you can you just text outside the theater and she got up and never came back what oh man that's crazy that's all that should be it shouldn't be like and then i took that bitch to court and i said i want my whole 17 dollars and 31 cent or it's gonna be hell to pay i contacted her little sister i said run my coins ho and we like no 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 you took it too far that and all those had tone means everything who knows how he, how said, he said it right yeah. he probably said it funky he probably said it with a nasty attitude and she was like well bitch i'll leave you here then if it's that goddamn important mm-hmm they said judge matthews would roast the hell out of this in the chat room come on judge matthews would turn it into something about crack though right. he always turn every story into something about crack right because you know what he act like he was like you know what could you please not text that like 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 that's how it sounds like because that's what he mm. wanted to paint the picture as right but i guarantee you he said what nasty attitude especially he said they probably actually like twice or something like that like and if this is pet peeve i'm pretty sure it didn't come off very friendly we gotta go to the next segment but yes judge matthews would be like you know 19 dollars and 21 cents of crack i mean people will smoke suck somebody's dick you lucky to get some text messages like what are you talking about judge <laughs> everything can't be about crack man it can't be in my world everything about crack mm-hmm uh, last time i checked for 17.50 all you got out of it was a movie ticket last time for 17.50 i got my dick sucked the dvr and the cd player <laughs> prices don't went up for the brick we used to know a girl named crazy shirley you take her behind the alley you give her 17 dollars and 31 cent she'll suck your dick for some crack and give you the money back you're like what judge joe mathis what ah! are you what what show is this can kids watch this this is the middle of the day sir i mean for 17.50 last time i checked you wouldn't have to have these problems all you had to do was pay shirley she get a mama her cousin the whole crew you have your own live guardian of the galaxy right there on the spot <laughs> was 17 dollars worth of crack um can cannabis and christ coexist these devout devout southern christians think so lydia decker couldn't miss the man in the motorized wheelchair as he whirled down the aisles of a west texas grocery store someone with lung problems herself she noticed his oxygen tank and wondered about his illness and his meds they got to talking decker mentioned genesis 129 the organization she has that uses religion to preach the value of medical cannabis which was one conversation that was one conversation that wasn't going to happen oh that trash decker remembered the man saying that she tried to reason with him in the pharmacy aisle the nurse with the man politely asked the doctor who suffers from chronic obstructory pulmonary disease to leave she did 
uh oh she asked decker not the doctor she did but not before handing the nurse a genesis 129 business card which features a map of texas covered with a large cannabis leaf and the words one mission and prohibition uh so yeah apparently there's some christians out here trying to uh spread the gospel of the weed or the wacky tobacco you know and i say uh letteth him who smoketh passive the first joint you know what i'm saying i might have to get into this like i i wasn't uh i'm not very religious but you know if y'all out here giving away weed you know a nigga might have to check his options out i don't know whatever two or more blunts are rolled ah! and pass i don't know what the what i don't know what the bible says is. about it mm-hmm. um but it does come from the earth now that it does it grows naturally mm-hmm and then you burn it unnaturally but it still burns you know so i I think uh maybe we should look into this guys see if we get some local churches that uh smoke if the green and uh you think jesus words in green in the uh they jesus probably bob marley i don't know isn't there already religion that does this i don't know um this might be cultural uh appropriation i don't know what the rules are (laughs) we're coming to take over reverse (laughs) all right you walk into the church is like and now a selection from the choir pass the duchy to the left hand side you can't even go to uh yeah, the whole choir being instruction on how to smoke mm-hmm can't even go to church with these fools uh <laughs> yes uh, <laughs> Excuse for the choir puff puff Bad. <laughs> that's what you'd be having in there oh my god but yeah that's um i'm just saying guys watch your back out here uh you just never know uh what what kind of stuff is going down out here in these streets right uh rolling it into bible papers you know that's <laughs> a thing right i mean it's a thing um <laughs> you have uh they gonna, they gonna be bringing in like Cheech and Chong to speak. Mm-hmm. You they gonna be like, you know what, you know what, that Old Testament doll. I like the way the paper roll on that Old Testament doll. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Um. <laughs> like, if we have it like uh, doggy style playing and shit. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> uh half baked they gonna be putting on the church today's performance by the church choir the children the children's play uh will be half baked a selection from the prophet david chappelle oh no <laughs> apple Zappel, you my only friend that's gonna be they uh <laughs> that's gonna be the uh the play the play with jesus in the manger and shit they gonna be doing that every year <laughs> is that a titty uh fully man fully mm-hmm. um i don't think this church will last long let's discuss why the bow wow challenge was not okay according to bt.com what that that was hilarious i didn't know what the fuck it was i just thought the pitch was funny at first i know what it is now but all i know is i logged on the twitter and they said these are hilarious uh photos going down i can't tell you what it was but i can tell you what it wasn't it wasn't okay karen okay it was fine with me let's discuss why the hashtag bow wow challenge was not okay since everyone's had a memory lapse published two days ago on bet.com by who wrote this shit uh 
Aaliyah S. King. Um, you can giggle at the fact. Wait, the Bow Wow challenge is not okay. Yes, we can giggle at the fact that Bow Wow was faking the funk on his bank account, something we all do in some way or another. And yes, he's a celebrity with four million followers on Twitter, so it's open season and he has to pay the price. But when someone like Chance the Rapper, known for spirituality and positivity, boards a a private plane while shouting out the hashtag Bow Wow Challenge, things have gone too far. It's just wrong. Because I know why Bow Wow's pretending to be in a private jet when he's flying commercial like the rest of us. Because for a very long time, Shad Moss was not like the rest of us. He got the name Lil Bow Wow from Snoop Dogg at the age of six. His mom pushed him on stage at a Snoop show. The crowd loved him and Snoop let him sea walk. Snoop invited him backstage, crowned him with his stage name, and then immediately took him on tour. Bow Wow and his mother moved to Los Angeles from their native Columbus, Ohio, and for several years, he then worked with Dr. Dre at Death Row to create his sound. Let's back up for a minute. Read what I'm saying. Little Bow Wow, barely into his teens, was working with Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre in the early 90s at the height of Death Row Records. After leaving Death Row, the Death Row team and hooking up with Jermaine Dupree, his career took off. At the start of the 21st century, Bow Wow had Salon riding shotgun in his kitty car in the video for his first single. At the 2001 Grammys, the, he sea walked on stage before opening Madonna's car and leading her out of her to her performance. His debut album sold 3 million copies. The announcement of his first headline tour, the Scream Tour, sent his fans into a frenzy. The first date confirmed in Washington, D.C. sold out immediately, and two more shows were added. Eventually, the entire 50-date tour would sell out, including the Madison Square Garden dates. In hip-hop, selling out MSG is a small fraternity. Jay-Z, Eminem, Run DMC, and most recently, J. Cole. Lil Bow Wow would sell out Madison Square Garden five times. It's hard to fathom how big Bow Wow was at the time if you didn't live through it. It was a certain kind of fame and you just, that just don't won't exist again. maybe i missed the bow wow era, era but I no we didn't we lived through it that's I what remember, i thought that's, i was like i remember like never, mike yeah he wouldn't never own top of my rap list he starred in like mike there were lines of kids in theaters in opening night in his teens bow wow dropped the little and continued to be a music industry powerhouse in the summer of 2005 five years after he initially hit the scene i had to interview bow wow cr for the cover of vibe they were a new couple and they were speaking exclusively about the relationship you need a shower i guess so okay i interviewed them separately bow wow on the set of trl and ciara on the set of a film she was shooting in los angeles as he watched from backstage i noticed that the screaming girls at trl seemed to bore bow wow after five years of being trampled and pawed at he just expected it he known nothing else some people have to take out the trash he had to duck and dodge 500 screaming teenagers every time he left the house we had to do all kinds of military tactics to try and get out of Times square and into his luxury not rented truck without being spotted by his fans none of it worked they figured out the random exit where his driver was parked and they and we were surrounded his bodyguards got him inside the truck and the driver had to do the best he could to not tie up traffic and also not to run over any squealing girls who were crying real tears and trying to hurt themselves over the hood of the car i remember thinking that day what kind of life is this 
and what happens when this ends well here we are i'm not saying bow wow's career is over by any means but he's not who he was when he was 14 years old and like most child stars that can't be for the story i wrote i also talked to bow wow's mom she'd managed him since he was three years old and a few days previous he fired her she said he felt like he needed to move on and that he wanted her to just be his mom she cried when she told me how hurt she was firing your mom at 17 years old and telling her not to worry because she'll never have to work again is enormous pressure going from being the toast of hip-hop because every hot rapper has a kid who loves you to being clowned on twitter because you're flawed and human is something we just can't understand this is not the first time bow wow's put himself in a situation to be judged clowned and mocked his relationship with erica Mena was a messy social media infused disaster most more recently his comments about pimping out the current first lady were criticized by people on both sides of the political spectrum but understand this in 2010 bow wow tweeted i swear i'll be wishing i was dead sometimes because i feel like that's the only way i'll get peace we can only hope that bow wow was handled has handled whatever challenges in his life brought him to such a dark space y'all gonna kill little bow wow here making these jokes y'all when people like dj funk master flex Charlemagne the god 50 cent chance the rapper and more are mocking you for pretending to have what you once did where does that take you when you sold out stadiums at a time when all of the above people couldn't dream of doing so and still can't where does that take you we all have our insecurities we all want people to see us a certain way i'm not sure what clown is someone like bow wow is supposed to prove i guess it's supposed to be funny the real bow wow challenge should be selling out madison square garden three times before you turn 16 written by elise aliyah s king that's not my fingers i'm confused um so y'all should feel ashamed of y'all selves what i'm saying i didn't do any bow wow challenge tweets so <clears throat> i feel fine about this you guys are shame oh i didn't I, I personally didn't do any able you I, laughed at them if you laughed at them you're also evil yes i did i called them shits was fucking funny. how can this man how i didn't do it how can film. you do it to this kid he used to be rich and famous karen what i gotta do with me I'm now he's just famous and normal regular people money what what's wrong with you and that what, poor kid and what they gotta do with you lying as a grown-ass man you gonna com- make him commit suicide karen he tweeted about it in 2010 okay and now look at you contributing to this man's suicide that's what y'all doing y'all gonna be bow wow's 13 reasons it's a shame <laughs> and y'all should be ashamed of yourselves sick sick people you are what's wrong with y'all a man can't even lie about how rich he is without y'all coming down on him making jokes about finding out he ain't as rich as he said he was because he was lying and got caught in a lie you guys disgust me and i and i and i i'm ashamed i'm ashamed of black people today to know that this is happening Mm-mm-mm. rest in peace little bow wow what he's still alive what are we talking about here i just it's like y'all killed him it's just that bad it's that bad to me leave little bow wow alone guys is what i'm saying he didn't do anything to anybody other than lie 
and talk shit about people and threaten to pimp out somebody's wife other than that what has he ever done to hurt somebody okay i interviewed him a long time ago one time and let me tell you leave him alone okay thank you oh i didn't know this went to a psa my bad well i i read it because y'all need to it was not okay karen not okay i don't you know what else not okay this little romper joke y'all making not okay 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 i got nothing's okay i got so many questions about the fucking romper shit that everybody talks the romp hymns oh yes because when i think rompers i was like so if so is men gonna be in like them outfits that uh cam newton have on romping around me what the fuck is the male romper that was a short set that was a short set yes okay because they had two pieces a romper one piece a romper is a one piece oh so it's like a onesie it's like a onesie yes kind of i said you got to set the thighs out on them it's a short set onesie um no short set has a waist and two it's two pieces i mean it's a onesie but does it like cut around the thighs and show the hips i mean some do not all of them but i mean you know what a short set is you a woman you you i've seen you wear short sets before yes so why are you acting like you don't know what they are anymore i do know what they are but i'm asking like the length when i said short set i'm talking about more of a length of the it. romper i mean a short set doesn't have to be like thigh high like these rompers these rompers are thigh high they like what you know traditionally women wear rompers you know what a romper is why are you pretending like you don't know what a romper is all of a sudden hmm you got an agenda uh, here no i don't i don't have an agenda okay that's what the fuck a romper is i don't call it a romper i don't know what the fuck the titles of the clothes the clothing are okay that's what it is yeah well they calling them romp in romp hymns yeah they are some romp hymns mm-hmm because men will be wearing them so romp him as opposed to romp her i guess um here's a picture of some people in them um but yeah they're basically just you know a shirt and shorts combined you know obviously if you have to use the bathroom you have to basically take it all the way off <laughs> to, to, depending on what you need to do uh <laughs> yeah you just unbutton one of the buttons dig, dig out yeah yeah uh they like to come with pockets though so a lot of women's rompers don't no they don't for some reason designers think that women don't need to care shit on them yeah i thought it was cute and funny man i saw a lot of good jokes i saw a lot of people you know um oh that makes sense okay now i understand why the jokes was looking like you know because hey guys think that (coughs) people think that men are the only sexual beings women are sexual beings too and that's why when that came out i was seeing people going with no prince prince of what i see what they're talking about now yeah they're talking about people's dick prints people talking about seeing some people's ass in the rompers and Mm -hmm. all that kind of shit i mean it was good good natured funny jokes is what i saw yeah men can be uh sexualized too yeah it's good natured funny jokes is what i saw oh the joke was good you know i saw the occasional people trying to you know the you ain't catching me in that shit either you know that super masculine bullshit or women that were like i don't want no man to wear a romper like no fucking ain't nobody ask you romp that romp all around me then i I has no problem yeah also nobody also the thing about these preferences people gotta stop you catch flack for expressing your preferences really 
that's what it is so because honestly ain't nobody forcing you to date a man wearing a romper or not wearing a romper and in the privacy of your own relationship or within your mind or whoever you choose to date you can have this line but once you start putting it out to the public it's for public consumption so people gonna judge you i saw some woman for the wwe or something this black woman was like i don't date black men because i want my baby to be mixed and mixed babies are cute that's a personal line for you to have inside your brain that nobody has to know about right and we can all go oh we know that she doesn't date black men but we never heard her say nothing fucked up about us right like that Mm -hmm. that's really the best you can hope for once you put it out there for the public all of a sudden it's uh i don't like her you know apparently black people make ugly babies as far as she's concerned Mm -hmm. you know what i mean (laughs) like fuck her but then rompers are lied to the cookout because it's getting hot and you know i'm here for the (coughs) rompers yeah it was just funny because it was like role reversal we got to see women make the uh you know get to make their jokes about uh maybe good who can't wear a romper and you know short men can look good in rompers shit like that it was funny big asses in rompers because you know some some men got big asses yep it was funny i enjoyed myself uh i didn't even make any jokes i just watched everybody else make jokes and same here had a good time laughing but they were not okay i do need you guys to understand that okay also objectifying men ain't okay it's never okay guys nothing's funny ever ah! and the class of y'all get with that the more y'all understand mm-hmm. hashtag thy meat he is my king he is my one yes he's my father yes he's my son i can talk to him cause he understands everything i go through and everything i am that's my support system i can't live without him the best thing since sliced bread is his kiss his hugs his lips his touch and i just want the whole world to know about my black brother i love you i'll never try to hurt you i want you to know that i'm here for you forever true cause you're my black brother strong brother there is no one above you i want you to know that i'm here for you forever true he's misunderstood some say that he's up to no good around the neighborhood but for your information a lot of my brothers got education now check it you got your wall street brother your blue collar brother you're down for whatever chilling on the corner brother a talented brother and to every one of y'all behind bars you know that angie loves you i'll never try to hurt you to know that I'm here for you forever true cause you're my black brother I want you to know that I'm here for you forever true you mean so much to me you give me what I need I'm so proud of you 
I love you for staying strong. You got it going on. I'm so proud of you. Going through thick and thin. Brothers, you're gonna win. I'm so proud of you. Whenever you're facing doubt, brothers gonna work it out. I'm so proud of you. Cause you're mine. I love you. I'll never try to hurt you. That's how you end up and get out. <laughs> yep. She wasn't that bad compared to some of the other ones. She wasn't that bad, but she was still bad. Yep. She need change the lyrics. White people news time. You guys know how it is. Uh, first got to start with that y'all's man. Uh, call me apparently been keeping receipts. Okay. So, so. It makes sense. It makes sense. Because a lot of people was like, ain't this a dude that they quote unquote said they asked him to testify and he said no at first? Yeah, he said no at first. Right. But the, 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 the reason why he said no, because he was like, oh, we're going to do it. Let's do this. Let's put it on the streets. And they was like, nah. In the memo, he claims that, uh, the president, Trump, asked him to shut down the federal investigation into Mr. Trump's former national security advisor, Michael Flynn and his ties to russia according to the memo trump said i hope you can let this go the documentation of mr trump's evidence that the president has tried to directly influence the justice department and fbi investigation into links between mr trump's associates and russia late tuesday representative jason chaffetz the republican chairman of the house oversight committee demanded the fbi turn over all memoranda notes summaries and recordings of discussions between mr trump and mr comey some documents Mr. Chavis wrote would raise questions as to whether the president attempted to influence or impede the FBI. Mr. Comey wrote the memo detailing his conversation with the president immediately after the meeting, which took place the day after Mr. Flynn resigned. According to two people who read the memo, it has, it was part of a paper trail Mr. Comey created documenting what he perceived as the president's improper efforts to influence a continuing investigation and FBI agents' contemporaneous notes are widely held up in court as credible evidence of conversations uh here's the problem man with all this shit comey essentially gave the election to trump so i don't now you know i don't know part of me wonders the conspiracy part of me wonders if this was always the plan like we're just gonna create enough shit around trump who's incompetent and get him out of here and then have pence as president and that way we'll have all the cronies and stuff because other news leaked today too where um the house majority leader um told uh to told his colleagues in 2016 i think putin pays trump a month before donald trump clinched the republican nomination one of his closest allies house majority leader kevin mccarthy made a political politically explosive assertion in a private conversation on capitol hill with his fellow gotp leaders <clears throat> that trump could be the beneficiary of payments from russian president vladimir putin there's two people i think putin pays Rohrbacher and trump <clears throat> mccarthy said according to a recording on june 15 2016 in exchange which was listened to and verified by the washington post represent uh wait rep donna Rohrbacher is a california republican known in congress as a favorite defender of putin in russia 
house speaker paul d ryan immediately interjected stopping the conversation from further exploring mccarthy's assertion and swore the republicans present to secrecy before the conversation mccarthy and ryan had emerged from separate talks at the u.s capitol from ukraine prime minister vladimir groisman who had described the kremlin tactic of financing populist politicians to undercut the eastern european democratic institutions news had just broken the day before the washington post that the russian government hackers had penetrated the computer network of the dnc prompting mccarthy to shift the conversation from russia meddling in europe to events closer to home some of the lawmakers laughed at mccarthy's comment then mccarthy quickly added swear to god ryan instructed his republican lieutenants to keep the conversation private saying no leaks this is how we know we're a real family here well here come some leaks the remarks remain secret for nearly a year the conversation provides a glimpse at the internal views of GOP leaders who now find themselves under mounting pressure under the conduct of President Trump. The exchange shows that Republican leadership in the House privately discussed Russia's involvement in the 2016 election and Trump's relationship to Putin, but wanted to keep their concerns secret. It is difficult to tell from the recording the extent to which the remarks are meant to be taken literally. I kind of want to punch my computer screen, but it's not the computer screen's fault. Anyway, uh, the number one thing I take from this, this is how evil Republicans and white people are. They didn't care. And that's the thing that I've been saying. And what will come of this? Nothing. Because if nothing comes of this, then it just, none of this matters. Right. People are basically just outlining a bunch of shit where we're like, this is fucked up. That's fucked up. This is fucked up. Nothing happens. Yeah, until somebody is bold enough to start pressing charges or actually doing a real investigation, not a goddamn thing is going to happen. Yeah, I know they have a special prosecutor that they're talking about appointing now to investigate the FBI shit, but that don't matter if that none of it gives can't me hope. Their job, if that person literally can't do their job in um uh with properly, it's not gonna matter. Anyway, now to the white people news y'all love uh roseanne revival officially happening at abc Ooh, how long that show been off the year like 20 years i don't know white people love this show um y'all really think y'all get the same chemistry from all them people yep if they all agree to come back apparently uh it's being planned at the network original stars roseanne Barr, john goodman dan sarah gilbert darlene laurie metcalf jackie michael fishman dj and lecky gorson becky will appear on the show which will also feature sarah chalk who played becky in later seasons in an undefined role the connor's joys and struggles are as relevant and hilarious today as they were then and they're really there's really no one better to comment on modern american the america than rosie said a press release okay how they gonna bring dan back i thought they killed him yeah he died at the end of the series but in a 2009 post on bar's website the actress predicted the patriarch would show up alive after faking his own death should the show ever return okay uh i think white people would be pretty excited about that one i'm gonna have it have a good time that was never one of my favorites i mean i watched it because it came on but it wasn't <clears> nothing i was tuning in to see uh mark runson and wife josephine de la Boam of uh, divorce after five and a half years together citing irreconcilable differences as the reason for their split mm. really mm. thought mark ronson and josephine de la bomb was gonna make it dog he said it wasn't conscious uncovered <coughs> yep uh according to tmz the french beauty decided, filed for divorce from the 41 year old dj 
uh thursday citing irreconcilable differences as reason for their split how the fuck are people djs and making money i don't understand the rules of they, life they make a lot of money they and they white djs yes. i ain't heard of these people it's uh like i forgot i don't know the dj name but one djs with like the mickey mouse uh um uh thing on his head um ears they say that dude make billions of dollars he just goes around mixing there's no way they just go around mixing there's no way yeah, I mean, I know I'm that, confused too, but they make their money. Are you talking about like Danger Mouse or whatever they name? You know what? This is white people shit. I don't know. Yeah. The site reports that 32 year old um has listed April 21st as the official date of separation, which is five months shy of their sixth anniversary. Mm-mm-mm. Mark married the beauty in a lavish ceremony in Axin Province in the south of France in uh September 21st, 2011. It's first been rumored that the pair had become engaged in January of that year when the blonde was spotted with a ring on her wedding finger in Paris. Josephine, who rose to fame modeling for Agent Provocateur, had previously gushed for about the proposal, admitting she was stunned musician Mark had designed the ring himself. She divulged, Mark proposed on the beach at La Rochelle. I had no idea whatsoever. He designed the ring. It's yellow, di- it's a yellow diamond. So beautiful. Mark had a number of his A-list pals, including Kate Moss and Lily Allen, present at the two-day ceremony that took place near the bride's hometown two days in their famously trendy style the groom had sported a candy striped suit and ray-ban sunglasses with uh while josephine looked just as glamorous in a low-cut zach Poston wedding gown and crop veil brit award winner mike i mean mark met first met his bride in 2009 and the pair managed to pull together their wedding plans fast enough in 2011 to kick off the ceremony just six months after he got down on one knee the lingerie model also appeared in mark's video for his track the bike son back in 2010 ronson is best known for his career as a dj and worked with late amy winehouse uh having produced her hit rehab and the album back to back well that makes sense it's like dj is just another name for a producer for white people i guess because <clears throat> you're not really djing no like like the like what we consider dj that old school mm-hmm. very 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 few people do that nowadays like actually scratch and mix <coughs> you know they simplified mm-hmm. the form where you can scratch and mix on a like a smaller uh sound board now but nah it, it ain't it ain't it's rare that you find <coughs> a dj that actually has crates <laughs> where they're putting out vinyl and shit like that you know it's kind of on a comeback but it but it ain't the same uh still got it david hasselhoff 64 displays his buff figure as he had spends a romantic day at the beach with his fiance <clears throat> Haley roberts who's 37 i like that dude he was in one of the spongebob movies he was hilarious Mm-hmm. and he was in guardians of the galaxy mm-hmm. uh two days after his daughter's arrested for dui in la damn so he said, I'm, I'm going to be at the beach getting my Baywatch on, and my daughter going to be in jail. His Who's daughter. You got time for helping Grandpa trying to live his life? Living my life like it's golden. Living my life like it's golden. So wait, he got a daughter named Haley, and he has a he has a fiance named Haley? Is that right? Probably so. His daughter Haley was arrested for a DUI in the early hours of Saturday morning after allegedly being found passed out at the wheel. But David Hasselhoff appeared to put the dramatic event behind him on Monday as she spent a day in Miami, Florida with, I guess even he, with his fiance Haley Roberts. Damn, it's even spelled the same? Is this right? Ah! 
it's h-a-y-l-e-y that's not a popular spelling of Haley, is it uh the 64 year old who rose to fame as the hunky mitch buchanan in baywatch are we skipping over michael knight really we just did that daily come mail on, Knight Rider, come on his most favorite role more people know him from that than the baywatch he proved he's only got better with age as he cozied up to his stunning partner 37 in the blazing sunshine displaying his buff physique for all to see damn man these old rich men always got them some young don't they mm-hmm. the actor appeared keen to relax and you know what's and funny all generic what's funny is at 37 she's one of the older women you know she is because she comes to 40 a lot of times they don't mess with them when they get that old they i don't, I don't know i don't know if they age out or what i don't know what the rule is <clears throat> the, the actor appeared keen to relax in light of the news about his daughter as he arrived at the beach early on monday morning 48 hours after her arrest clad in nothing but white board shorts and mirrored shades the actor displayed his impressively trim and muscular chest as he embarked on a romantic stroll with his younger fiance Haley meanwhile the welsh blonde soon stole attention in her tiny pink bikini which showed off her enviable petite waist and flat stomach for all to see mm, you say so. yeah i mean 37 she ain't bad Mm-mm. you know uh plunging I mean, into I mean, the, I mean she's pretty but all that all that description was like that's personal taste preference oh yeah of course plunging into a deep v-neck the glittering triangle top gave a glimpse of her cleavage while the equally skimpy bottoms only served to lengthen her already leggy frame as she frolicked on the sand by the way they always write that when somebody ain't got no ass come on like that if it's some ass they'll be like the pert posterior stood up but when there's no ass they'd be like she looked so long and lanky and tall and you're like oh you mean she ain't got no ass right adding dark sunglasses to her face and leaving her hair in trousled waves uh the blonde looked effortlessly glamorous as she wowed away the morning with her partner of four years with david first stripping to his eye-watering tight trunks for a dip in the sea the pair then retired to their sun loungers to relax where they couldn't help but indulge in a few kisses as they topped up their tans and that's them uh man that's them hanging out at the beach man good for you guys uh i guess you probably don't want to see him in a romper you know Mm -mm. like you don't got no ass Mm -mm. unfortunate Mm -mm. and he aged out of my group of men i won't see in a romper oh i hear you uh perfectly poised lady louise windsor 13 looked every inch the young royal as she takes the reins as she is growing uh more i mean growing more like mother sophie every day lady louise uh sitting in a in the carriage with impeccable posture lady louise windsor looked every inch the young royal as she took on at the took the reins at the windsor horse show day horse show the 13 year old remained perfectly composed as she led the carriages of the champagne laurent perrier meeting of the british driving society into the showground driving horses and with her bright blue eyes and carefully coiffed hair the talented rider bore a striking resemblance to her mother sophie the countess of wessex i did go into the kentucky derby these hats oh my god you guys can't be serious yes they is baby they like the mad hatter from batman y'all come on them hats listen black women church hats cost so much less and give so much more fashion come on oh my god oh my god she look like jarvis tetch you got to be kidding me 
with this motherfucking hat oh my god she like she gonna kidnap alice and make batman drink some tea ah! oh my god the young royal smiled as her mother and father prince edward and queen the queen and prince philip's youngest son took photos of her moment in the spotlight edward looked the picture of a proud father as he stood with spectators and photographed his daughter while mother sophie beamed as she approached the carriage for a close-up lady louise who was a bridesmaid at the wedding of prince william and kate middleton in 2011 looked smart in a riding jacket and white blouse and kept her hair nearly tucked neatly tucked in a hairnet under a tweed hat um the young royal the older sister of james viscount severn nine was born with a squint but can now see perfectly after having corrective surgery born with the also when his eyes was kind of squint squint like i don't know i don't know born with the squint, but that's a beautiful, maybe it means she needed glasses or something i don't that's know pure. that's a beautiful wedding picture uh a firm favorite of the queen the 11th in line to the throne has inherited her grandmother's love of writing and has been taught by the monarch and her grooms from an early age she also has accompanied her parents on royal church services and at every turn has shown herself to be gracious and well-mannered today she took the re- the lead from her grandfather prince philip who was also seen driving a carriage at the annual horse show prince philip has been an avid carriage driver since 1971 when he took up the sport after giving up polo he enjoys regular outings with his son prince charles old friend lady brabourne of mm, course after giving up polo okay we all know lady brabourne right i mean she's a sweet old gal uh getting crazy with that mini me kids nick and vanessa lachey pull faces as they pose in la with son camden and daughter brooklyn guys they had the kids out and they were having them a good old time apparently so it was the bee's knees oh lord the launch of j and j by jenny and jack and an exclusive which is and an exclusive women's collection which coordinate uh with coordinating looks for children took place at the grove in los angeles on sunday nick and vanessa lachey swung by with the two eldest of their three children a four-year-old son called camden and a two-year-old daughter they've called brooklyn called not named anyway cutting a springtime look vanessa had slipped on a lacy orange mini dress cut off slightly above the knee allowing the 36 year old to showcase her chiseled legs mm meanwhile her dashing 43 year old husband had folded up the sleeves of his blue shirt to bare his toned forearms leaving a couple buttons undone over his chest Mm. a dark pair of jeans spilled onto the ex-husband of jessica simpson's olive green shoes and the harlan born 98 degrees frontman had slicked his hair upward after marrying in 2011 nick and vanessa welcomed camden in 2012 brooklyn in 2015 and their youngest child a son called phoenix this past uh christmas eve the proud parents spent a bit of time at the event posing on a sofa with brooklyn seated on her mother's lap and camden seated sitting on his father's in one photo vanessa leaned over to plant a kiss on her firstborn and in another she gave camden bunny ears as he and his father stuck their tongues out at the camera <laughs> such silly pants <laughs> allison sweeney had swung by the event in a sleeveless navy dress with knee lift hemline that was fringed all the way around with several tiny tassels oh allison she's so she's such a wild card that girl 
the 40 year old days of our lives actress and the biggest loser alumna rounded out her ensemble with floral slippers letting her wavy blonde hair fall free she's been married to a man called david senov since 2000 and they've got two children a 12 year old boy named benjamin and an eight-year-old girl called megan why called why didn't anyone use name (laughs) who wrote this one mother and daughter posed outside together at the event as well as at one point settling down onto the same dull green sofa that played host to the lachets allison and megan who hadn't brought along david or benjamin also spent some time mingling with nick and vanessa and their elder two children uh and there's a bunch of pictures i like that blue dress is pretty tia maori donned a pale blue dress with short frilly sleeves that fell off the shoulder and straps holding up the entire number popping on white shoes the glit the housing born 38 year old poised posed with her five-year-old son cree hardrick or they didn't say called who the product of her now nine years running marriage to actor Corey hardrick Cree and his mother, the twin sister of Tamara Maori, got a pair of elaborate balloons and mugged sweetly for the cameras a bit while hold, holding them. Okay. Cool. Nice, uh, that's a nice dress. Mm-hmm. There they go with the balloons. So, there you guys go, guys. The Lachets are getting Lachets. You know what I mean, guys? Oh, Lord. You know how they do. Them damn Lachets. Well, they are always up to something over there at that house um let's uh let me see what the time is um we got time to do a little guest the race guys right let me uh get the guest the race music out now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen in the chat room to guess the race and of course everybody playing is racist all right uh first story uh comes out of florida father accused of drunken tirade letting children sun get sunburned at disney ha mm-hmm. ha uh a father visiting walt disney world with his family is in jail damn kind of uh chevy chase vacation is the shit how <laughs> they um yeah uh, and shenanigans what they getting into all right i'll try to see if i can get this to play because uh mother's day in jail a dad accused of going <coughs> a drunk and tirade at a disney resort using his child's stroller to plow through crowds it ended with ah! him getting arrested tonight we're finding out what else this guy's accused of doing news six reporter eric sandoval is live at the orange county jail with more on this eric yeah, Matt, this father this father is charged with child neglect. Investigators tell us he was drunk yesterday. They found his his baby son sitting in a diaper, a dirty diaper for hours. They say he was also very badly sunburned. Tonight we found out this wasn't this father's first brush with law enforcement. 
Managers at Disney's Art of Animation Resort say they got complaints all Sunday afternoon about the behavior of 35-year-old Brian Keith Olmsted. His wife told Orange County Sheriff's investigators they started the day here at ESPN's Wide World of Sports to watch a cheerleading competition. She said he had just a couple drinks and left about 3.30 in the afternoon, taking their baby boy back with him to the resort for a rest. Witnesses inside the Art of Animation told investigators the trouble started about a half hour later. Some guests reported he was running over other people with his child's stroller in the lobby. And he was calling some of them vulgar names and using racial slurs. A Disney manager told investigators Olmsted had his child in a stroller while he sat at the bar here at the swimming pool. She said he was there for a while and drank himself into a state of intoxication. She says the staff escorted him back to his room, only to get another complaint call that he was disrupting guests inside the food court area, even threatening some of them with violence. Deputies arrived and say they found his little boy had been sitting in the sun in a dirty diaper for hours, and his legs and feet were badly sunburned. Olmsted was trespassed from Walt Disney World and put into a police car, where a deputy said he threatened him with violence and told him Donald Trump was going to kill him. Now, we checked, and we found out Olmsted and his family are actually visiting Orlando from the Cleveland area back home. We found out he has a criminal history. It includes DUI, resisting arrest, and disorderly conduct. Tonight, he's here at the Orange County Jail. He's being held only on $2,200 bond, which means he could walk out any minute. We are live at the Orange County Jail tonight. Eric Sandoval, News 6. Matt, Lisa? <clears throat> well, Karen, guess the race. Oh, make America great again, white. <laughs> Check the chat room, see what they believe. You know his ass white. Uh, drunken white privilege, son Bernie Sanders white was on his way to privileged land, poor kid for many reasons, getting drunk and using racial slurs at Disneyland, barstool style white shit. Use Trump as an insult, white. Trump is his hitman, white. Sounds about white, white. When the earth and the sun hate and pun- hate you and punish you for existing in nature, Lily white. Yeah, he's a, uh, you know, you know how it is, a kind of queen. He's definitely a ice person. Uh, definitely Trump's cousin, white. He gonna give you three more chances, white. Trump says, I get, I get the front of the line, white. Descended of the ice people. He resisted arrest and could still take his kids to Disney, white. Hardworking, economically anxious, white. A Boston athlete, the fans would cheer for. Ice people, white. The correct answer is, he was white. And that post staff at Disney, right? They was like, "Hey, dog, you drunk? Can't get you no more." Somebody that got paid actually walked his ass up to his room to so they would not be held accountable. And it was like, "Hey, somebody was like, hey, get this drunk nigga up to his room." Mm-hmm. Somebody was like, "Cool, I got you." And then a few minutes later, you get calls and you're like, "How the motherfucker did he end up in the goddamn food court? I took you up there so you can sleep this shit off. He'd have been okay if he'd have stayed his ass in the room." Yep but he couldn't had to go full white and that poor baby right your dad pushing them kids ain't got a chance in hell though poor baby i mean you got a sunburn <clears throat> and an ash rash well also you got a racist ass daddy with them three things yeah. racial slurs pushing the baby stroller through the park and shit just 
just a ain't shit and spent mother's day in jail so that mean the mom gotta deal with this shit and i'm not trying to find this world it, it ain't cheap so you're affecting other people that's probably spent thousands of dollars to get their asses there too come on piece of shit that's mm. what i like to call them and people wonder why they got a a a, a, a section of walt disney world it's like uh parents only no children allowed so you don't have to deal with people like him but he a parent you have to deal with him no 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 children allowed oh, the, the right, children won't have to deal with him you mean because the the other parents they had to deal with him yeah they had to deal with him but see he was using his child as an excuse pushing around a stroller so if you on the side where there's no kids allowed you wouldn't worry about him because he oh. you know because he got to bring his kid i hear you care that's shit i be thinking about if i ever go back that's what i'm gonna do i'll be like nope no kids no kids uh right there rub, rub me right there one more time a man wore a home depot apron to steal air conditioners cops say <laughs> police say a man donned an orange home depot apron and posed as an employee to steal air conditioners in new hampshire uh new hampshire but a manager noticed the name on the garment didn't match that of any worker at the store police arrested 53 year old bernardo kalana of Haverhill, massachusetts on saturday kalana loaded two air conditioning air conditioners uh into his pickup truck in plastow and went back out inside the manager noticed the apron with the name shannon with flowers drawn on it and called police kalana later told police he didn't know anything about the air conditioners but a home depot apron was found in his back pocket kalana was released on bail the voicemail box with a listed phone number for him was full guess the race of bernardo kalana i'm i'm personally gonna go uh black going black let's check the chat room and see what these guys think bernardo is um uh, where am i yeah i'm trying to see where uh maybe mine's slow it's not showing yours um let me scroll to the bottom okay i see it um black black lol spanish-speaking latino italian icy bernardo hispanic man who actually thought he'd get away with it at home depot needed the air conditioners to keep his oranges cool in the highway they would have believed him if he dressed as a gardener latino latin king they call him ice to latino Oh, they calling ICE, I-C-E-2. Like, uh, might end up on the other side of Trump's wall. Latinx, bruh man's latest job, black. Winter is coming thanks to this new AC white. Oh. Washed out right after he washed up on the shore. Latino, floated a little far there. Frederico, Latino, Hispanic. Latino, should have stayed hanging out with on the outside of Home Depot with the rest of his homies. Damn. So y'all say Latin and uh and Karen says black and some of y'all say white. Oh man, this is a tough one, guys. But uh I'm gonna have to go with uh I'm gonna have to go with Latino on this one, man. He looks Latino to me. So okay. Karen and everybody said white. Now, Karen, you are all the way wrong because you said black. Now, he possibly could pass for white. Possibly. Okay. But he's definitely not, not black. black. Okay. Anyway, some of y'all got it right.
uh it should pop up in this in a moment uh but yeah some of y'all got it right but i don't know he looks kind of like well latino to me like he you know i think it must be the mustache you know his hair is a little darker i mean his skin's a little darker than white okay yes but yeah yeah that i agree <coughs> he's more latino but yeah he yeah. could, pass for, he could pass for white which is probably what he was depending on but he got caught with the, he got greedy he went back for that third ac i mean shannon i mean with flowers i mean you know i mean i mean not that his name couldn't be shannon but right. you know it still raised some questions yep apparently home depot's not that progressive apparently they not uh let's go to the bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race uh so far carrie is one and one let's see if she can uh catch up in the bonus round uh all right here we go guys uh a woman 17 years old was killed after being repeatedly rammed into a tree holy shit yep it's happened in uh chicago um a 17 year old girl was ran into a tree and killed after an argument with a friend well with friends like these come on now i don't i guess i don't need no enemies right as uh tlc said all lives matter no i'm just kidding as tlc said what about your friends Hmm? uh i'll see if i can play the clip i think it's uh oops how do i get this to play into mind detectives here at area south police headquarters continue to investigate this case they are trying to come up with some kind of motive for what led to this brutal crime but right now we did talk to uh friends and family of the victim they say this all started with a dispute on facebook and that led to this brutal conclusion this was an ugly ugly nasty attack last night the tire tracks in the grass and on the sidewalk and the chunk missing from this tree tell part of the story that neighbors can only describe with one word. It's devastating. 17-year-old Tatiana Lewis was chased by a woman driving a Jeep, then rammed into the tree repeatedly and killed. It was very heartbreaking to see that. And then just to see her laying down on the ground and you <coughs> can't really do nothing but call the police. Janice Mayfield witnessed the attack. When I came out, the driver of the Jeep was pulling on to the sidewalk. Comes up on the sidewalks and run this young lady down. I just heard an argument outside. I look out my window and then I see a girl getting rammed into a tree. She backed up, hit her again, and then she did it again. And then she just took off. She just drove off. Police say a damaged Jeep Liberty, complete with tree bark embedded in its crushed bumper, was found about a half of a mile from the scene. Police say a 24-year-old woman is in custody. She is still awaiting charges. Now you got two lives really technically lost, the one that hit her, and then eventually her loss, her life is lost. The motive for the attack is unclear, but friends of the victim say it started with a dispute on social media. It was some Facebook drama going on, so that's what really kicked it off. Authorities say the attack happened around 11 o'clock on Friday night in the city's Morgan Park neighborhood on the south side. It was pointless. Now she done lost her life, and the driver of the Jeep, she has three kids that she's not going to be able to see anymore. But that's not on anybody but her. She chose to do this. She chose to hit her with a car. 
The victim was pronounced dead at the scene last night around 11 o'clock. Meantime, that suspect remains in police custody. Reporting live tonight outside of Area South Police Headquarters on the south side, Mike Lowe. All right, Karen, guess the race. Black. Karen's going with black. Let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe. Um, where am I at? <clears throat> Why can't I slide down? Okay, there we go. Um, beep, beep. Who got the keys to my Jeep? Never mind, black. Damn, black. Sadly, black. Shake my head. This is so sad. Black. Unfortunately, black. The one time police didn't pull someone out for driving while black. Shaking my head. Pure black girl in love triangle with a Facebook in the mix. How am I supposed to make jokes, Rod? Black. That's awful. I gotta go black. Black. Boy is mine. Black. (laughs) Cash found a way. Protect our black girls. Black. (laughs) That was 72% interest rate on that Jeep. (laughs) Oh, God. Black Rob. Anyway, mm, I'm surprised somebody said you remind me of my Jeep. Somebody did say something okay. like that. Yeah. Oh no, they said beep beep. You get. Oh yeah. Yeah, Karen, you're just as bad as them. <laughs> the correct answer is black. She was black. Um, and I don't think anybody missed that one uh i think y'all just heard chicago and went black and yeah i had a good chance yeah also man that i bet you that shit started over a man of course mm-hmm. for that much rage yeah and then you got three kids and you kill somebody mm-hmm. like you just wasted you just fucked up your life they life over mm-hmm. what right facebook drama man that's crazy correct and in broad daylight with multiple witnesses i mean people was like i seen it i seen it everybody was like i seen it uh i don't even i can't why won't it let me show the picture yeah somebody said a boy he was actually 18 but she was old she was like in her 20s right so i guess he was fucking a 24 year old i gotta refresh guys because i can't show y'all the picture till i refresh i'll be right back sorry about this i don't know why i was acting stupid right now in my own screen Yep, you can refresh though. Okay. Time. I don't know what's going on. It's just moving real slow all of a sudden. No problem. Hmm. But yeah, she, I, and it looked like she hurt herself slamming the car into the tree because her mouth is all taped up and whatnot. Of course, because she probably had speed. Like, poof. Crime of passion, man. <clears throat> she definitely gonna be on snapped at some point i know that oh much. yeah yes 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 she she got our next series but you mean snap cube that up in about a year or two from now snap can't wait for shit like this because mm-hmm, i think they covered the big story here in north carolina with that wasn't that an officers or 911 mm-hmm. call or something like that yeah she fucked her face up yeah because you probably had that speed here you probably yeah. hit your windshield your stern wheel and three times you get murdered dog they ain't even manslaughter you did that uh all right um let's see is there anything else uh uh we'll do one more one more okay guys an arkansas man is being held in benton county jail he's accused of exposing himself to a 17 year old shoe store employee last year when they say exposing himself i'm assuming the penis i mean flashing that flashing that penis 
zachary william jones 24 fayetteville faces a misdemeanor charge of indecent exposure according to the online to online jail records rogers police department spokesman keith foster said jones was arrested on wednesday afternoon according to a probable cause affidavit jones walked into payless shoe stores listen it's already hard enough working at payless come on now i gotta worry about random dicks coming at me come on man Ah! All I'm trying to do is sell you some cheap-ass shoes. Come on, dog. Three store employees told police the man walked around the store for about 20 minutes. Police said two of the employees went to the back of the store while Jones was walking around. When they walked back into the main part of the store, the 17-year-old saw the man's genitals, and he was performing a sex act on himself, according to the affidavit. Oh, Oh my God. Look, look, sir, leave the stockers alone. The stockers are for (coughs) women's Right. I guess they just all got off with the on the wrong foot. Now apparently they did. Uh, sir, those are brand new socks. You, are you going to pay for those those sports socks, sir? I guess he was trying to sock it to him. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Maybe he was their arch enemy. You know what they say about a man like this acting like that in the shoe store? Mm-hmm. He must have no soul. <laughs> you know, he was just in there because he just wanted to pay less for that jack off. Yeah, he tried to escape out the out the front door, but they caught him with a shoelace tackle. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, employees called the police, and Jones left through the back door, setting off an alarm. Damn, he didn't oh. even have an escape plan. Mm-hmm, of course, that's where they go ground. You know, them big ass things say emergency only. <coughs> about an hour later a man walked into the lobby of main state suites where he was caught on camera according to david the man walked up to the front counter near the desk and appeared to perform a sex act on himself so he just couldn't help himself mm-hmm. but you know what they say if you jack off it it pay less the second one's half off no, i'm just kidding that's that's rack room um uh, authorities said the shoe store employees identified the man at the hotel as the same man members of the public identified the man as jones according to the affidavit a detective from the fairville police department also identified jones and said the fairville police department had investigated other incidences of him exposing himself so this is just oh, like his thing. thing okay yeah so uh guess the race of zachary william jones i'm zachary william jones i'm gonna black okay chat room says al bundy white somebody sent him to adam and eve with the code tbgwt please white al bundy snitched on that white man the world is my tube sock white man following the lead of rich white sex addicts confused black man failing his drink print and his lavender rompe him black white but but i buy one rub off get one free white cock it to me i cock it to you white <laughs> um white man like mike 12s <laughs> you know he he was jacking off by them jeevers and shit by hoops and them shack shoes and shit 
uh a friend of trump white he was really aroused by affordable shoes black i mean who could pass up a sale is what i always say uh anyway karen was wrong he is white so the jones got me because i was gonna go white but now i was like jones yep yep well people that said white you got it right Let's get into the last segment, Sword Ratchetness. teenager was arrested after robbing a sanford store with a sword a young man was arrested by police during monday's snowstorm after he allegedly wielded a sword during a convenience store robbery in sanford police sergeant matthew jones said the suspect seamus malone 18 of sanford entered the airport variety store in south sanford shortly before 10 a.m store personnel told police that malone showed what appeared to be a knife before fleeing with stolen alcohol and cigarettes sanford police later determined malone had been in possession of a two and a half foot long sword after malone left the store jones said the vigilant witnesses told the police he went to a wooded area on airport road before entering the whispering pines apartment complex police went to the apartment complex and located malone in one of the apartments he surrendered without resistance police recovered the sword which has been thrown into which had been thrown into a snowbank at the apartment complex jones said malone was charged with robbery he also charged a connection with a theft at little mart in sanford early monday malone did not use a weapon in the little mart theft according to police he's held at the york county jail on five thousand dollars cash bail there you guys go we'll be back saturday for feedback uh which may be later in the afternoon because i think karen's gonna be recording with chris for a sandy check this week mm-hmm. um premium people balls esports will be tomorrow morning uh me and justin 10 a.m thursday so we'll see you guys then if you're premium if not we'll see you guys later uh, still working on that rss feed thing uh we'll give you guys an update as soon as i know something mm-hmm. um until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.